0: Um, I had asked you before that we recorded if you wanted to bring something up on the show, um, and we found out in that moment that I was breaking the news to you uh, that the mm-hmm. that Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for Foo Fighters, had passed yes. away at age 50. And yeah. Uh, so, it was, yeah, sad, sad weekend, sad day, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to break the news to you and maybe anybody else that's listening to this uh, at this point. It'd be days later and everything, but um, yeah still kind of reeling from the news and everything.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that Foo Fighters movie just came out. Um, yeah, oh God, so I want see that. The, it was at the forefront of my mind. Like I've not seen it. I think uh, Rachel and Eric uh, from uh, the True mm. Criminals podcast had have seen it uh, and liked it. But um, yeah, man, that's, that's super crazy. sad. They were, I literally just had the thought like last week. I was like, damn, there's six Foo Fighters. Oh, wow. Like, they're just gonna keep adding people, you know? And mm-hmm. they've, they've been a six-piece for a while, but it's just, it's insane that it started out with just Dave Grohl by himself. I know, right? And like then it grew from, yeah. like, four to three, back to four, and then they just keep adding people. Anyone who has ever been a Foo Fighter par- can't leave and come back at any point, you know? That's a well, nice gig. No, that used to be the case, I guess, but, yeah. Unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah. Man, it was
0: it was sad funny whenever i told you though because i was like do you want to talk about taylor hawkins and you're like
1: taylor hawkins well why would we talk about him like mm-hmm. out of the blue and i was like oh brent oh in, no so in my head <laughs> it, i computed taylor hawkins as tony hawk the skateboarder oh. <laughs> you're like you've never brought him up before but yeah, okay it's like weird <laughs> i guess uh, you're
0: into skating okay yeah You goofy foot regular foot what is it it? used to
1: be man mm-hmm. into skating but not anymore Yeah, that was a problem where I grew up because I wanted a skateboard so bad and eventually I got one and then I had the realization, oh, I am surrounded by gravel. There's no good place (laughs) to ride this. And then same thing later when I got uh, rollerblades. I was like, I really wanted these. So I've got like this slab of cracked cement under this carport in Bumfuck, Oklahoma that I would just skate in circles. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is... Not quite the exhilarating experience <laughs> that I had anticipated, but okay. It's like, hey, uh, mom and dad, can we set
0: up a fan or anything to make me feel like I'm going fast? <laughs> yeah. Just some wind would be great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, very sad about his his passing. Uh, he was an incredible drummer. He was uh, a good singer as well. He did backup vocals yeah. for the band, um, and uh, yeah, it just. Anyone who could keep up with Dave Grohl's style of drumming will always oh, be yeah. impressive to me. Um, just very powerful, very, um, very much like a, a driving force of the band's music. I feel even if it's not like in the entirety of the songs. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes it takes a while to build up to the drum part of of uh, certain Foo Fighters songs, but man, once they come in, they're very powerful and and uh, help at an exclamation point onto uh, to the, the music of yep. the Foo Fighters. So, yeah,
0: that sucks. That's well said, man. I, I really can't say anything better about it. Um, but, yeah, definitely sad news. I, I thought it's hard to bring it up. I That's why I kind of mentioned to you before the show, like, it's weird to start the episode with, like, a, a downer note, but also that's like, Foo Fighters are important to both of us. We yeah. both have listened to that mm-hmm. music for a long time. Um, I'm not, like, a super fan of theirs, but if you'd ask me if I was
1: a fan, I, like, I think I would act, like, very excited, you know? Like, yeah. hell yeah, everybody fucking loves Foo Fighters. Yeah, you can, you can off the top of your head, name, like, a few songs that you like yeah. from the band, which may be different from another person who just casually listens to it that has their favorite songs, you know? It's like, there's totally. something for everyone with uh, the Foo Fighters, the Fighters of Foo. The Fighters of Foo. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it's, it's just sad news, but we bring up that kind of stuff on the show sometimes
0: just because it's... The thing to do, it's, you know, we want to acknowledge something like that that has happened uh, that's sad to someone that we revered, Um, because that Mm -hmm. band, and and he is a drummer on it, were we're amazing, so definitely sad news uh, to open the show. So, Mm -hmm. here we are, and we're doing it. I'm Steven. (laughs) I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where this this is is the stuff stuff we talk about, guys. This is the stuff we talk about.
1: Yeah. This is, uh... This isn't your grandpa's Let's Talk About Stuff. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) We're yeah. mature now. And oh, yeah. It's been like the quickest time we've ever gotten to uh, we're doing it. I just didn't in, know what else to say. In recent years. Yeah. In recent years. Now, I will tell the listener, we recorded like 28 minutes worth of outtakes just now.
0: <laughs> in so real we're, life,
1: we're really far into this. At this exact moment, we are at 34 minutes worth of recording time, yeah. 28 of which are outtakes. So. Brace for impact on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like I had to just slide right in there, open this bitch yeah. up because I don't know where else to go with it. But we're mm-hmm. gonna have a lot of fun today. Uh, even though yeah. the the top of the hour kind of sucked here, it's gonna get great, and we're gonna talk about Scream Five, Five Cream, as the kids call Cream. it. Five Cream. Mm-hmm. Wow, man, exciting legends. Stuff. Some legends. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come up, yeah. yeah. It's it's gonna be on T shirts. It's gonna like everybody says that now, so like it's cool.
1: I think you had mentioned that. Your, one of your friends had referred to it as Five Cream yeah a text? friend
0: yeah who's been a casual listener I guess for a little while now mm-hmm. uh, had referenced he he had never seen the rest of the movies like a lot of the sequels or hadn't in years and so he rewatched oh. them because he was listening to our show I guess and, and because anyone was out he was you know interested and so he was watching them and got through the newest one and when he texted me to his little review it was about Five Cream and I was like mm-hmm. fuck yeah it's Five yeah. Cream
1: <laughs> it's catching on it's catching on
0: oh yeah, yeah. Even Amanda, my wife, uh, did mention it that way once, but I think she kind of hmm. shuddered afterwards. Because uh, <laughs> she's been listening to these episodes. She wanted to let us know. Uh-huh. Like, she let us know that something was funny that we talked about. And then she was like, I want you to know I'm only listening to the Scream episodes and that I will go back to not being a listener. Mm-hmm. And I respect that decision. I think this has been... It was the tail end of the... The Dennis favorites episodes, but uh, also the Scream episodes have been fucking great. Scream March, man, just taking over the airwaves.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in agreement, and then it's all downhill from here. That's Uh, okay. We've discussed our April plans, and uh, I'm excited about those. Oh, it's going to be terrible, though. It's going to be bad. They're going to be bad shows, you know? Mm -hmm. Screaming our way toward episode (laughs) 250. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, you know it's a roller coaster ride, and we uh, try to make it fun. Look, I'm glad people are enjoying this run of the the podcast, but even more so, I'm glad that we're all getting to go back to the Scream franchise because I'm having a lot of fun. Me too, man. Um, it's, it's been a blast. It's interesting to compare these movies to each other week to week or within yeah. like a, a close proximity to each other, um, especially since I'm not as well versed clearly as you are. But um, to be able to to look back and be surprised at certain things like yeah i clearly thought the the killer from scream 3 was a totally different person because i'm an idiot and i listen <laughs> to a podcast wrong but um That's yeah so it's uh it's it's fun to to go back and revisit and get to be surprised all over again absolutely primarily at at gail weather's hair uh-huh. um up through scream 3 my god and then and then just her face changes from then on out uh-huh but the hair gets better
0: yeah, that's true. You got to so distract. It's, you get different. That's like that's the fun roller
1: coaster of the scream franchise, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. All about those bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't 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 even bother it's, looking at the cheekbones. Don't even don't even let your vision drop down that low. You yeah. Got to keep it up top. Yeah. Eyeballs and up. You know. Yeah. Excuse me. I my eyes are up here, and my forehead is there, and then hairline. <laughs> it is a large forehead. Just, yeah. Just like just a little keep hairline. Going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take the elevator if you need
0: to uh, yeah it's a look for sure mm-hmm. and uh, at least that does get better throughout the series but yeah it's been a blast man talking about these yeah. with you I, it's, it's one of my favorite series of all time and my wife and I have had many discussions about it over the, over the years because she loves it so much but um, it's been a blast with you and then like other friends chiming in and having not seen them in a while and stuff and like People being like, "Hey, I, I didn't remember the killer. I remember only one killer in this, and that's so yeah. fun to me to kind of relive things through other people's eyes uh, on a franchise that I really love." So, yeah, uh, it's just been a blast all around, man. But we do have a few other things to get into. I think before that, but I definitely am excited. I have a lot of notes today about Scream Five. So, the, okay, yeah, we will
1: uh, we'll have a lot to talk about. But uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention today? Yeah, uh, I, I just have one thing I want to mention real quick. Uh, this past Friday, uh, there's a new series that debuted its first episode on Paramount Plus, which was a much-anticipated series called Halo, based on the video game oh, yeah. of the same name. And I watched the first episode, and um, <laughs> not for me. Not for me. You know? Uh, it's I wondered are, about it. That's been a familiar? long time
0: in the making. Have you seen, like, the
1: trailer for the show? Or I anything don't
0: like think that? I've seen anything for the show. I've seen, like, clip,
1: uh, not clip art, but, like, art of, you know, clips from the, from oh. the show, but not, like, a real, yeah. like, moving action. Okay. Uh, that's all I had seen as well, as um, some some stills mm-hmm. from the, the show or whatever. Sure. Upon watching the show itself, I'm like, oh, my God. This looks like <laughs> a CBS, like, primetime series or something like that. Like, the, the special effects look a little bit wonky to me. How interesting. Um, the, the CGI is, like, anytime it, a, a CGI element interacts with an actual live action element, it looks so out of place. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if I'm being just like overly nitpicky, but I'm like, I feel like we've done this a lot better on a little TV show called The Mandalorian. Okay. I was going to say, I'd heard a, a review like that. Mm-hmm. That was like, and this wishes it was The Mandalorian. It kind of does. Yeah. It really does. Um, <laughs> Man. I, I don't know. It, it has like weird breaks in it as well. Like commercial break stops where it just like huh. goes to black and then comes back with the next scene. Um, That's a choice. Yeah. I'm like, do you know you're streaming? You're, you know what this <laughs> is? You know you're doing It seems this?
0: like they're, they're leaning into the CBS, like, almost like, this is like the old Western shows. Now it's mm-hmm. like superheroes and video game shows. Yeah. Sci-fi stuff. And they're like, well, we're going to keep that format. Here's a mm-hmm. horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, guys. I don't know what's going on. <laughs>
1: But, um, yeah, I, I just wasn't uh, that into it. I'm a little bit confused about the the story. I barely played Halo when I was younger. Um, and it's, yeah, you know, I, I was not super into first-person shooter stuff anyway. But, um, yeah, it's just like there's there's guys in armor and then they, they, and they shoot at each other. And they they shoot at aliens in armor. And then, <laughs> like, okay. know, yeah. I, I just <laughs> thought I would give it a shot to yeah. see. What I thought of, I I would be wildly curious to see what people who are into the series, uh, whether it's the video games or the the novels, which I've heard are good, but I mm. won't ever read. No, of course uh, not. I do not respect them, uh, or anyone who I'm writes surprised them he even brought it up, or publishes them. To be honest with you. Yep. Uh, for anyone who likes the video games uh yeah let <laughs> yeah, me know if you to like cool. this this show <laughs> yeah i'm curious about that you know our friend
0: group that uh you were around you know a lot mm-hmm. uh years and years ago played a ton of halo 3 that was like our main game and mm-hmm. they were all really good at it and i was really bad at it but they would never help me and so i finally got <laughs> it and then became really good at it so i could kick yeah. the shit out of them on there uh and it was a lot of fun but i remember like I would we played battle all the time like we would just play like online with our friends and stuff and I didn't play the actual game for like years and years like I think I ended up getting that game again like years later and finally Mm. played through the campaign and I was like I have no idea what the story of this is so like I have no even though I played Halo a lot for a while Mm -hmm. for like a few years I have no clue like really what's going on I got sort of the story from it at the time but it was like a sequel to other games that I didn't know the storyline to. And so I was already lost Mm -hmm. and I have no real, like I liked that game. I like first person shooters, but the weapons are like interesting and the designs are cool for, for different creatures and and the weapons and stuff. But yeah, uh, I was, I'm not invested in that story at all. So I'm like a story version of that does not appeal to me uh, in the least.
1: Right. Yeah. And I'm when it comes to like cosmic sci-fi, this type of thing. Yeah. I really have a hard time like staying focused or like tracking certain situations because everything is made up. All the factions (laughs) of like groups or whatever have uh, wild names that I can't keep track of for whatever reason. I'm not putting that on the Halo franchise. I'm just like saying with me, I, I can't keep track of it. So I'm like, I don't know which of these groups I'm supposed to identify with. Yeah. And I don't know what the names of any of these colonies are. It takes place in twenty five fifty two. So it's like totally like way far in the future from, you know, like nobody's walking around and like Nike's. Nobody's talking about like, you know, oh, and see the new comiXology update. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Right. It's like, yeah. Pretty much. But anyway, it's like uh, just a lot of like moving pieces that I can't yeah. keep track of. But uh, I am familiar with the character of Master Chief. I hear there's some uh, controversy online about him removing his helmet, which does seem like a weird choice. Like, you don't have to do that. I feel like uh, there's a TV show, again, called The Mandalorian, (laughs) where they didn't remove his helmet for a long stretch of time, you know? Yeah. And they could have just, like, done that, but... Again, it's too much of a copy, but then they're like, Mm -hmm. they're doing, like, the DC way.
0: They're like, well, we should, we gotta get something out there this mm-hmm. show is basically what we got going on. Let's just put our mm-hmm. show out there and kind of copy it, but do things different. Like, mm-hmm. uh, let's not, let's just have him take his mask off early. Huh? Huh? First yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: And, and I thought like, well, maybe he takes his mask off or the way it's presented. Maybe it's like earned, you know? No, he's like traveling with the survivor of this planet. Uh, spoilers for the show, but you know, you people people probably <laughs> watch it if they have any interest. Yeah, yeah, but, um, right? Yeah, so, spoilers for Halo, the first episode, potentially the only episode I'll see, but um, he's traveling in the spaceship uh, with the lone survivor of this little, like, outpost or whatever he went to defend, Master Chief is, and uh, the, the, the little girl, the survivor, she grabs a gun and points it at Master Chief, and and she's like ready to defend herself. She thinks her oh, yeah. thinks her life is in danger. And then he's like I'm, you know, covered in all this armor. You won't get through. It's not even going to put a dent or scratch on my armor. And so he then takes his helmet off. It's Smart. like, you'd have, to, you'd have to shoot me in the head. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing like, if she did it? Yeah. And it's like the, the series is over. And it's her it's like origin there's...
0: story, and she becomes the new Master Chief? She just starts
1: <laughs> wearing his clothes around? <laughs> I was going to say, it's like 28 minutes worth of credits <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the, the episode. <laughs> That'd be ballsy, though, see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Man, could be interesting. You never but they, know. Didn't no. that, so. they didn't do that. They, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. And I do think like the overall like story for Master Chief... Sounds interesting. By the time you get to the end of that episode, yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to have to sit through all the other shit, like all the the CBS looking uh, oh, yeah. conversations that I'm gonna have to sit through. I was like, nah, I don't think the juice is worth a squeeze on this for me, for but sure. We'll see. We'll see how the the season progresses in the in pop culture and see if people uh, insist that it's good yeah. or not. You know, I feel like it's it's one of those like too
0: little, too late. Like that series has been out for so long, and mm-hmm. they've tried to make it as a movie for a long time like uh, Neil Blancomp was going to do it for a while yeah. and they spent like a lot of fucking money and then it fell apart and that's when he ended up doing District 9 I think um, and so it's like okay. he I don't know people have tried for a long time and I was more excited about it as a movie for a while when I was more into that story or closer to playing the video games like yeah. whenever I was playing them but at this point I, I don't know I wonder if people are really like pumped about it or if they're just you know if they were really pumped before and then they're disappointed I've only heard your review, and then I saw that headline that was very similar, you know, that it's like, it can't keep up, is what I was kind of saying, with the the modern shows we have. Like, it's already mm-hmm. kind of too old. Whatever they're trying to do is, like, not working, compared yeah. to specifically The Mandalorian. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I hadn't figured I would check it out, but I'm glad you did. Took that bullet for us. Mm-hmm. Took that uh, Ray spike thingy. It's like the, the like, pink or purple like, spike gun. The, the little, the, like, sticky thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took one of those.
1: Yeah It's still on my I back I know Halo Yeah Yeah <laughs> Beyonce has a song about it as She loves it Oh man She's mm-hmm. super into that Yeah
0: Yeah mm-hmm. But I'm no Beyonce So mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> I can accept we it We don't know that I can accept it man We don't know that I've missed my shot I'm no Beyonce That's alright It's right.
1: 2022 Steven can be a Beyonce If
0: he wants to <laughs> White men can do it too guys <laughs> Wait 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 <laughs>
1: You guys have had it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But we still want it, okay? Look, uh, you're both uh, from Houston, I guess. You're in Houston. She's I'm from gonna, Houston. Don't say I'm
0: from here. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is she from here, or is she just in here too? She's. I believe she's from from Houston. I feel like she's a Houstonian. Yeah, I feel like that might be true. Mm-hmm.
0: I hear we were down in the area that I've heard that her apartment is in, and like basically all I ever say is what, we had like people in town, and I was like, I think Beyonce lives down here and that's all I, that's
1: all i know about it and I move along. <laughs> uh, born and raised in Houston, Texas. Look at that, man. Beyoncé performed in various singing and dancing competitions as a child. She rode to fame in 1990s as the lead singer of Destiny's Child, one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. Wow. What year did they come out, did that say? Oh, Christ. Um, what did? <laughs> I thought you said 1990. Uh, in the late 1990s oh, okay. as the lead singer of uh, Destiny's Child.
0: I was like, was she one of those, like, they were they were working at it for years before they hit big? But it's like, no, I think they hit big, like, really fast.
1: I think uh, they had uh, some good management behind them. Oh, yeah. I think, I think they were, like, almost groomed as children mm-hmm. uh, to be, like, a girl group or whatever. Yeah. If I remember but, the Behind the Music episode that I saw right. 14 <laughs> years, years ago, ago properly. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> but, yeah, if you're going to start a, a manufactured girl group or, any, or groom a, a girl group, uh, starting with one of the... Best singers of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a good way to start. I think it's so. A good, yeah, good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are you? Were you finished? I didn't want to. Yeah, edit. I'm it's done. Du- that's it's that's the name.
1: entirety of it. It's like, yeah, I, I tried Sweet. this thing. It wasn't for it. me. It's gone. Moving on.
0: Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I watched a, a weird movie over a few weeks now with the Scream March that we've been we've been watching. I was trying to to finish this movie, and it's not that it's bad. I just kept forgetting about it, and like uh, Amanda wasn't watching with me, so I just put it on here or there. But on Shudder, there's a film from the 70s. I'll look it up real quick to see what year. Uh, called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Mm. It's a 1976 movie. Um, oh, and because I watched of, it. Uh, daylight Saving Time. Yeah, Exactly. It sucks. Yeah, It's a whole movie about it. And, it's, and it's, it's crazy how much it affects people.
1: And people don't even understand it. It's about standard time. It's about it. We Guys. like Daylight Saving Time. <laughs> yeah. It's standard time that we have a problem with. That's why this movie's a horror movie, because
0: it's for Standard Time, and I am not oh for it. Oh, my God. I know. These politicians know. must be stopped. I know. <laughs> so I, breath- or I, I watched this because uh, in Scream, the first movie, Dewey and Sydney have a discussion about it briefly. They go to the, like, town square. He's going to, like, talk to the sheriff and everything. That's what that mm-hmm. ice cream cone cigarette <laughs> oh, yeah. talk is, you know? And right before that, they get to town, and it's so empty, and they say, like, oh, this is just like the town the dreaded sundown. And then Dewey's like, I saw that movie, uh, blah blah blah, and i never really—it was just like this throwaway line. I'd heard of this movie, like the title of it, for a while, but I never knew much about it. So I gave it a shot, and it's—it's it's not great, but it was pretty good. Like I would recommend it just as like kind of a completest horror film uh, thing if you're if you're into those. Um, but it's essentially—it's a true story in Texarkana. There was a killer in 1946. Who over like a few months uh killed a bunch of like teenagers at Lovers Lanes type of things. They were like making mm-hmm. out in cars and he would sneak up on them. Oh my and god. He, the I worst know. thing you can do. Well, you don't want to get snuck up on when your pants are down.
1: Wait, I thought you said they were making out. Why did they what were they doing without pants?
0: I read mouths go in all kinds of places.
1: <gasps> I know. Not in my America. <laughs> See what?
0: I always think of uh forgetting Sarah Marshall with the two like Christian oh, newlyweds yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. and he's like, "God's put our mouths on our heads for a reason," <laughs> <laughs> and he says with such conviction. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the poster for this thing is just really rad, and I like the the design of the whole like aesthetic, whatever it's like, yeah, that's cool. He just wears like a a leather jacket and blue jeans and like boots and then a mask. Like it's just like a hooded mask with holes cut out. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because I had never really heard that much about this movie. Like it certainly was never one recommended that you have to watch. And I don't, again, I I think it'd be cool as a completist, but you don't really need to watch this. But it was, it was neat of kind of seeing it, how it influenced other things. Like it reminded me a lot of the movie Zodiac and the way that some of those kills were shot. Like some Mm. of the ways they would just kind of set the camera back. And it was like lit really well, and they the teenagers were like making out in the car with their pants down for no reason. As oh, Brent God. and I discussed, disgusting. And he would like sneak up behind their car, like the way they would shoot it, and like the way he would attack was really pretty visceral and scary. Mm. I thought it was really well done. Um, and it's kind of weird, like it has a narrator, so it's like it feels kind of <laughs> old school. Like yeah. he doesn't all the time, but he'll he'll talk about the people because they're real people. So he'll be like, "This is the real sheriff," and then at the end they'll be, they'll tell like you know this like this guy was on the force for another few years and he died in 1970 or whatever mm-hmm. um and so it was it was kind of interesting but it's like it plays out over like this few weeks there's like lawmen after this guy it ends up being this really big manhunt with like tons of cops involved and they never catch him and oh wow now that town text Arcana, shows this movie every year uh even though it's about like murders in their town like they've kind of embraced it so it kind of fits with how like scream and stab and stuff kind of works in their real and their fake reality is like this town kind of does that wild. Yeah. And so it was interesting to finally watch it after all these years of hearing about it in that scene from scream and then give it a shot and it ended up being pretty good. I I liked it. Um, so, and there's a remake that came out in 2014 that doesn't look that great, but I'm going to give it another shot or I'm going to give it a shot because Mm. it looks interesting enough. And, uh, that also kind of fits with like the scream Four era of remakes that didn't quite work, you know, and so I'm curious of what it does with the, the material. But, um, yeah, but this one, the original from 1976, is, uh, it's pretty fun.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Isn't it, though? <laughs> Don't you think? Um, do you think they would ever do one of these things where, uh, especially if it's based on a true story, where at the very end they have the little, like, the the picture of the actor, and then next to them is the picture of the, the, Ooh, the actual yeah. person? Uh-huh. And then it, like... In text, it says uh, this person went on to do this, that, or the other, or whatever. They should, like, have a thing where, like, it gives you the information that relates to their lives and what they're doing now. And then the final thing should be, like, what they think of this movie. Oh. either the movie itself or it's coming out. Because it'd be funny to be, like, Carol went on to live uh, a happy (laughs) and love-filled life. Uh, She's got a uh, loving husband and three beautiful children. She said... In response to this movie coming out, get fucked. Yeah. I don't ever want to talk about this ever again. (laughs) Stop harassing me and go away forever. End
0: quote. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I love that. That sounds uh, really intriguing because I bet a lot of the real people are not Mm -hmm. happy of this movie existing or that their town celebrates it, Mm -hmm. you know, seemingly celebrates it. Um, And because you were really close to one of them as well because there is a woman that gets away And they talk about at the end that she just like went on to have a normal, happy life with a family or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I would be really curious to see her like respond to it. Like, fuck you. I did not. I was scarred for life. I had PTSD. (laughs) The guy attacked me. You know,
1: Carl Pickles has been divorced seven times when asked if he was planning to see this movie. He said, I hope it's not on January 6th, 2021, (laughs) because I have other plans.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. They probably would have been there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Coral Pickles. Oh, my God. If, if you don't mind, I'll use that as a branch of the, my other one I wanted yeah, to mention. for sure. Uh, because that also is really similar. Um, there's a movie I watched, I found, again, on, on just scrolling through Shutter, and it just mm-hmm. has interesting movies. And I have all these TV shows and movies backed up, you know, from from my own, like, list, and then people that have recommended stuff to me that I really want to check out. hmm And then sometimes I'm like, I just want to do, like, the movie store thing, like, the video store. I just want to, like, find the weirdest poster and be like, that looks kind of rad. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. I found this movie called Siege. Siege. Um, It's it's also known as Self-Defense. It's from 1982 or 1983. And the poster for it is fucking rad. It says, fight crime, shoot back. And it's just this this couple (laughs) in, like, a sweater vest and, like... Uh, or well, two sweater vests. Wow, they both have vests. on. Yeah, double up. Yeah, double up. They were like on sale. Guns and stuff. Um, and so yeah, I uh, it's either called seizure self defense, but um, and the synopsis got me too. I read the little synopsis, and it says a far right fascist group um goes into a gay bar and kills everybody. Oh God! And one guy gets away and and goes into an apartment complex, and the f- fascists chase him there, and the people in the apartment have to defend themselves and keep this guy safe. Wow. And I was like, this is so prescient right now. Yeah. How oh interesting. My god! And so I watched the movie, it ends up being uh, it seemed to be based on a true story of just this little part that there was a police strike, a, a, a police officer strike that they were trying to make a deal with the city for like their union, and it didn't work out. So it ended up being uh, a long strike, but the first night this happens and it's like there are no cops and so people are like in front of the police station where the cops are striking but not enforcing any laws mm-hmm. and they're like doing donuts in the parking lot and they're just like literally shooting at oh the oh my god cop cops, cops love stuff. donuts <laughs> I walked in <to> that. One. <laughs> that was amazing they're like they're all salivating you just like cut all the cops <laughs> and they're just like fucking salivating um so yeah Carl it's all like, Pickles out there licking the, the asphalt <laughs> God damn it, girl. (laughs) This is why you've been divorced twice to this point. Um, So it's like they're not enforcing anything. So essentially it becomes like The Purge. Like there are no cops. So the entire town goes into anarchy. Wow. And the entire city. I'm not even sure where it's at. Um, I think it's like a Canadian movie. When I looked it up, they were like, this is like one of the best Canadian action movies of all time. And it Mm. it was fucking great, man. I loved it. Oh, rad. It was so fun just to find it randomly Mm -hmm. and um at least try to you know let people know about it so they can you know find it word of mouth now because uh it's available out there on shutter and uh and it's cool it's it's this like gay club just minding their own business these far-right assholes come in and just start roughing people up a guy dies on accident Mm. and then it kind of spurs this whole thing where this one guy escapes and then this this these nice people like Help them, and they they basically end up booby trapping. It's like Home Alone. They booby trap their apartment, and then these guys like attack, and it's like visceral and dark and like weird. And it was I love finding like old movies like that. Like it felt like I would found this VHS somewhere in the back of a, a shitty video store and been like, I'm taking this home tonight. And yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a good time. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna rewind.
1: I'll they- lube up. I'll protect. <laughs> But I'll bring it back I'll bring Hell it back in yeah. good shape, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah it bring it cool back man. in better condition than when you bought it, you know. <laughs> That's <right>. You're gonna <laughs> laminate that VHS case. Hell yeah. They, they like you like take it up to the counter, you hand them the 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 movie, essentially. They look at it with the two people in their sweater vests, they look at you <laughs> in two sweater vests. <laughs> like, okay. Big old smile. Evil I smile what, on my face. I see what this guy said too. <laughs> Man, you know my look. I'm I'm a big sweater vest guy. You know, in the early 2000s where uh, in movies you would see like jock characters, they would have two polo shirts on. Oh, yeah. And you have like the the flipped up collar and then the other one that's like less flipped up or whatever. It's like that. But like you just have two sweater vests on, but no shirt underneath. Oh, I already have the vest. So my nips are covered. That's all. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. Sun's out. Gun's out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, but I would te- check this out for the sweater vest alone. Uh, this is one of those, two, like, these people do not look like that. Like, in the movie, that's oh, not really? them. They are not wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> she does not look like that at all. The guy kind of looks like the real guy, but it's like, it's one of those, like, they gave him a poster idea, and they're like, you want me to look at, like make this look like the actors? And They're like, fuck no. No. Uh, we're moving fast. Just, just fucking paint it. You well, know, let's get it out of shelves. Do you think you fucking
1: Drew Struzan? Yeah, of no, course not. Of you get idiot. <laughs> no. We'll just take this existing uh, painting you've got, and we'll use that yeah and then oh. the, yeah. yeah what? i was about? gonna say that we'll we'll have the the picture of the uh, the poster in question on our oh, social media account so people can look at it because yeah it's crazy
0: it's crazy and mm-hmm. then this one's also it just looks fucking cool like if i saw this poster i would have totally read it or watched it as well this one makes me think of like ninja turtles oh my god like they're all on the rooftop the guys and stuff it just is looks it fucking white? badass. yeah, yeah black oh, and yeah. white yeah, send me oh, that yeah. one too. Uh,
1: send me yeah. the, the, the two ones that you've gotten. We'll do, most man. Post those the social media accounts because I saw a third one on the Just Watch app where it was just like two two people like looking in opposite directions or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? You got to look in opposite directions, man. You got to check where the people are coming from. Hey, are you
0: gonna watch their back? Because they're gonna watch yours. Oh, like this one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It looks like he's like I'm about to take a shit. Mm-hmm. Watch my back. That's right. Yeah. That's friends, man. That's bros right there. Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna take a shit. I need you to wash my back to make sure Andrew WK does not eat it. <laughs> don't... Do not let him get back there. Wait, I had some wasabi
0: it? earlier. It is going to be spicy as shit. Was that in the outtakes, or was that part of I the... I have no idea.
1: I don't know. I'm lost. Time displaced. <laughs> I think that was the outtakes. Yeah, yeah. Check out those outtakes. Uh, but don't, finish your breakfast that, before you do that. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: depends on how you thought that joke went mm-hmm. first, but yeah, there's a lot... So yeah, it's a cool mm. movie. I would check it out.
1: Uh, available on Shutter. Siege. Mm. Mm. The the sweater vest selection is strong oh, with this one. Oh man, it's right.
0: <laughs> the sweater vest selection. Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Anything oh, else from you? No, no. I'm I'm ready to discuss the main topic. If you are. Oh man. But yeah, if uh, if you'd like, I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and, and ramp us up into the the main topic at hand, which is what should be titled <gasps> Five oh. Cream. Mm-hmm. But what society, mainly Hollywood, has decided is called Scream 2022. Why do we do this? I will say I was happy that there was a meta commentary on the title of this movie within the movie itself, which I did not hear the first time because, uh, as I mentioned in an episode from January of this year, I don't remember the show number. But um, when I went to go see this in theaters, we had people loudly talking on either side of my wife and I. Turns out they were a family who decided to split the difference and sit around us. Yeah, what, the, what is that about? Man, these people are so fat they were sitting around <laughs> us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Um, but, <laughs> so I missed a lot of the movie because it was wildly distracting. The lady I was sitting next to, not only were she and her husband like conversing at normal conversational volume. But she had her phone out and brightness on what I could only assume is a a setting called psychotic. It was boiling the retinas out of my eyeballs. It was competing for the light from the giant ass movie screen I was looking at. It's so wildly distracting. I upon this rewatch, it was almost like watching the movie. For the, For the first time, time. <laughs> there's so much information, so much confusion got I'm alleviated so upon watching it. Yeah,
0: I'm so sorry you had that experience. This is why I stay away from theaters, you know. Um, and our drive-in experience was was better than that. I would say, even though the the screen and the audio quality is not that great, mm-hmm. uh, at least I'm in my own space. Yeah, can't hear anybody you know else talking and stuff, but. Um, I was certainly glad also to rewatch this at home because, uh, because of the drive in experience, like there was a few things we missed as well. Ours, uh, weirdly enough was not the hearing stuff, but it was the, uh, viewing of it. It was like reading the text messages they would have on screen, uh, that we kind of missed <laughs> yeah. out on. So then we would get that, mm. you know, at home we could actually read them and even pause it if we wanted to or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that both of us had better experiences at home.
1: Yeah. That's the thing about a drive in screen is it really is subject to nature and whatever it has going on. And then like if the cleaning crew wants to fuck with cleaning that screen, because (laughs) I feel like the screen is set up and ideally it's set up in the best possible way to reflect the light back to your eyeballs so you can see it. But then the projecting of that initial like movie image, mm, it depends on like what's going on between the projector and then the screen, you know, yeah. if somebody walks in front of us, it's going to cause issues, of course. Um, if it's not properly, like, dialed in, it may look blurry or whatever. Yeah. Or if a condor flies into the screen <laughs> and they uh, don't clean yeah. up the, the blood splatter, uh, yep. that it's, happens. it's not going to reflect properly,
0: you know? It's a good look. Like, it's like it's very meta. To uh-huh. going to watch, like, a horror movie with blood on the screen. That's kind of yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's also distracting, you know? yeah so it's it's a you take it or leave it it's at the drive-in to this one it's not like an, a, and the tulsa one that i love admiral twin those are like actually really big screens mm-hmm. um for a drive-in especially i think but the one we went to were much smaller and they they're basically made up of like wooden panels painted white oh. and so you could like see kind of like a checkerboard sort of look to it or like you know like like you could see like the 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 lines or whatever yeah um so it wasn't bad. I, I like the ambiance of a drive-in a lot. So, mm-hmm. and it was fun to watch that movie that way in this era and stuff. So, I'm not complaining about that. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it was kind of a, a you know, the quality you're going for to drive-in. Yeah. And it was fun that way. Um, I wish we would have been able. They were showing Spider-Man that day, but on the other screen as the double feature. Ours yeah. was going to be. God, I can't remember what else was on my screen. Oh, it was like Matrix Resurrections, I think. And I was like, that would have been cool, but I'd already seen it because it was already out on HBO Max, mm-hmm. like day and date. But um, so, because I, I like doing a double feature, that's what drive-ins are cool for too, as well. Because it's like mm-hmm. six bucks and you get two movies. But we didn't yeah. even stay for it. We're like, we saw
1: Scream, bye bye.
0: <laughs> so
1: I'll watch this other one at home. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Very <laughs> pretty easy. much. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, a much better. I've, I've seen this movie now, um, gosh, three or four times at home, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, since it came out, because it came out earlier this month, mm-hmm. so we've had almost a whole month with it at home. So I watched it right away then and then I've watched it uh, a few times since and then like, twice for the podcast this week. So,
1: Did you mix in the watching of Five Cream with the other movies as we were watching yes. them? like So they were all like kind of blended up together?
0: Yeah, I kind of watched it a lot in the beginning. I watched it like two or three times in that first like week, and then I watched mm-hmm. it again like twice this week, I guess. So, Yeah. Um, I kind of let the other ones... I, I, it's almost like once we were into the rewatch of the other ones, I wanted them to all kind of play out in a row, mm-hmm. although I could watch them... You know, like, you were, you're were, you saving one each week so you wouldn't get, like, confused between them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of keep that experience separate. Um, for me, I could jump back and forth and rewatch them, whatever. And I I've watched Scream 4 and Scream 2 a bunch of times during this because they've really been a lot better to me this time. Um, and so I'd skip around and watch whatever. And then Scream 5, though, I did kind of hold off until this last week, I guess. Yeah. Um, just to kind of give it just some more breathing room, you know, between the other sequels to see what I thought about those leading into this one. So.
1: Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hey, as a, a quick aside, I noticed oh, yeah. on HBO Max earlier this week, Halloween Kills is on there as a streaming option. and I was like, oh, I damn, I thought this, this shit was just going to be on Paramount Plus, but. I know. Maybe there were some deals worked out ahead of time or whatever, and they were like, yoink. Yeah. We'll take that. Yeah, I didn't even check. I guess it's off Paramount
0: Plus and on the other one. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't check. I don't know. I'd be curious if it was playing on both. You know? Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Those deals, man,
1: I don't know how they. I don't know what they're doing. Deals on deals, you know. Deals on deals. Did you mm-hmm. see behind me? Yeah, you've got a, a, and we've not mentioned this previously, but Steven does have a ghost face mask yep. behind him on a bookshelf. Um, I do. It's keep it over the watch on the uh, Scream March episodes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just to make sure the quality is there.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's like, not.
1: Uh, He's going to slash my throat. I was going to say, Ghostface, how are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I've heard better. <laughs> bitch ready you love you, <laughs> you love how you can do it yeah was that the outtakes as well or even before
0: we recorded i was I like that's like the, we the west recorded. craven yeah the west craven connection is like uh ghost and freddie both say a bitch uh-huh they that's have that good. raspy voice and yeah yeah ooh freddie's raspberry voice um <laughs> so i wanted to to also bring up something i i don't know why i didn't bring these up before i, I almost mm-hmm. brought them up on every episode this this whole screen march especially the first oh. one because that's what it, it mattered the most but uh, as I've said, I'm a huge fan of this this franchise and especially mm-hmm. that first movie, and it has meant a lot to me. And uh, so much so that I brought some of my original art that <gasps> I had done as a teenager. What? For Scream.
1: Oh my God, we have to post this on the I socials know, as yeah, well. I,
0: I got to take some good photos go, of them. Yeah. Uh, so the, the first one uh, is this, this selection of ghost face masks. This is good. Oh, my God.
1: There's a giant mask in the middle. You giant negative space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was just doodles, and I started doing them because I had the mask behind me. I've had for a number of years, decades. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just doodle around it and everything. And then I did this for fun. And then in our art class, we had a, a project, and I didn't know what to do with it. Um, and it was really fun. It was It's like um, taking metal sheets like thin metal sheets and you use little wooden tools to kind of make relief and then you rub it with like an oil bronze thing to like bring Mm -hmm. out the the textures and everything when you say make relief are you talking about taking a shit oh yeah you gotta make relief bro yeah make relief yeah um so i did this off of that (laughs) oh cool yeah so this is like a little metal thing um i got a 93 out of 100 on it what the um, fuck? I know. On the back, Why? it says, I, great shapes, but leave a bit more dark area because I, I rubbed off a lot of the, the dark that you rub on it, the bronzing. And when you say rub off? Yeah, jerking off all over, okay. buddy. 93 make sure. out of 100, though. Ghostface has a white face. <laughs> you I better care. I got it. Highlights. Highlights. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I used that other thing as kind of my basis. And uh, I haven't done this since. I still think about this project that was really fun to make. I really yeah. liked working with the metal uh, and kind of like Gently like busting out the shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my <laughs> favorite one, though, uh, is a picture that I've had for a long time. And my lovely wife framed for me uh, in the last few years, finally. And it, it hangs up in my office now. Um, and this was drawn. I remember doing this. This uh, I don't remember exactly what year it's in a frame now. I can't look at the bag. I don't know if I numbered it or dated mm-hmm. it or rather. Um, but this was drawn off of the soundtrack uh, cover art. Um, oh, okay. Of Sydney's face. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah. that. So it's just a black and white, uh, really the the side kind of profile of her that mm-hmm. she's all in shadow um, from the main like cover of the of the movie or of the the, the CD case. And uh, yeah, and I've loved this one a lot. I think I did this when I was like twelve or thirteen. Oh wow. Um, so I've had it for a long time, and it's uh, one of my favorites. So I have my own uh, personal scream memorabilia around. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm now I'm looking for more. I went the other day to a comic book shop, and they have these like little seven inch figures of Ghostface with like replace. You can replace the different um, like gloves and knives and his mm-hmm. masks and stuff like to the green or to the white. And I was like, I need this now. Like I'm so into the series <laughs> after watching them. Yeah, I'm like, I want it all.
1: The hype so, is real. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So if- uh, yeah. I wonder if they're, like, Ghostface Funko Pops or whatever. I've never seen there one of those one. in the wild. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't like the Ghostface Funko Pop, though, because the because of the shape of the Funko Pop. They make his mask weird. It makes yeah. his mask weird because they can't do that elongated thing. So it makes me think of the, like, MTV version of the mask. And so
1: I just can't really. Like, it's, like, it's cool. I, I like it. But I'm, like, it doesn't look quite like the mask, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I found uh, that's That's kind of what, what I was wondering because it looks... Is it yeah. this that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, we'll have those up on the socials as well. But yeah, it's a little... Uh, they they really get married to those eyeballs, uh, which yeah. is sometimes a, a detriment. I, I do like the overall look of Funko Pops, but yeah, sometimes oh, yeah, it's, super uh, cool. it's a, a little too much. Yeah, this one, I was just like, it doesn't quite look like that to me. And
0: because of the other Scream mask that's out in the world, I'm like, it looks more like that. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, the simple mouth shapes and not like so exaggerated that that mask makes it be cause it's all skinny and long and tall, you know? So, yeah. uh, it's kind of specific to that look, but yeah, they have like these like seven inch figures that are just, you know, the regular, the full
1: thing and mm-hmm. they look so fucking cool, man. What if for the ghost face fungo pop, they were just put like a Jack Skellington head on there. They're like, uh, yeah, here you go.
0: They're like guys, we don't—we've never seen this movie. But we don't
1: know what this is. That's—that's just... that's gonna be me and the fandom. Like
0: this movie talks uh-huh. about, I'm gonna burn that shit down.
1: Hey, uh, you buy enough of these, uh, <laughs> I can retire early. That'll be a real scream for me. You get it, kid? Here you go. <laughs> Seventeen nickels. Let's go.
0: <laughs> this one's head is Dumbo.
1: <laughs> hey, fucking kid, you don't—you do don't like elephants, get out of yeah. here. Hey, his hood wraps around <laughs> his head that one time. Remember, it's—it's it's a windy day. You know who I like is the two crows, Heckle and Jekyll. Let me tell yeah. you. It's like, okay, this is getting a little too racial for me. I know where you're going with this. I don't like it. Opt out. Oh, man. Oh, man. All okay, right. So,
0: do you want to, yeah, jump into full spoiler talk?
1: Full spoilers, yes, going forward here. Um, hopefully, we didn't spoil too much of the movie um, talking about Steven's art and then. Oh, man. Um, I hope not. Just fucking sandblasting the Ghostface uh, Funko Pop. Oh, you know, Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the movie itself. Um, I do like that Ghostface in this movie, and, and I, I guess maybe we should set it up uh, for like the cast and um, the filmmakers. Yeah, That's how we've been starting these, so we, I mean, we should we should start there. We could, yeah.
0: Um, you want me to? I have it up. You want me to go ahead yes, and do this? Yes, please. Cool. Yeah. cool. So it's directed by uh, this group. So they're called Radio Silence, but they're they're. Listed as like the directors by their names or whatever. I guess they they're, they do that as like a, a group together and direct movies that way. But uh, Matt Bettinelli, Open, and Tyler Gillett, I, I assume is how you say their names, um, hmm. directed it. This was written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. I remember looking up um, one of these guys, or both of these guys, I guess, because I was like, who who are these writers? Like, it's this is the first one without Kevin Williamson and, and Wes Craven. Like, yeah. Aaron Kruger wrote the third one, but uh, Wes Craven's always been the director. So they really had a lot kind of to to live up to with these movies and everything. But um, so let's see. James Vanderbilt, though, had written from Dawson's like, Creek. <laughs> yeah. From mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Same to yeah. him. Uh, he wrote The the Rundown with uh, The Rock. The Rock yeah, and uh, Sean Williams Scott. Yeah. yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he wrote he co-wrote Zodiac, the David Fincher movie that I mentioned oh. earlier, uh, which is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like he's done some interesting stuff. But then the next movie he did was The Losers. Oh, so, I like that movie. Oh, you like it. I don't really like it that much. I, w- I need to give it another shot then. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it since it came out. 2010, that's crazy. It's, yeah. It doesn't feel that like long. Then he did The Amazing Spider-Man and the story oh. for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. And in between that, he did White House Down. He co-wrote uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Um, and you like that one or no? I do like that one, but it's not good. Okay. I know. I recognize that. I just like where they've gone with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like they're that great. Um, and then he, he was a producer on ready or not with the, the same dudes, radio silence. And then he wrote scream and now he's, he's still involved for uh, scream six. Um, yeah. So he's, he's had like some interesting things in his, in his past, you know, like wild yeah. kind of connections or whatever. Uh, the other guy, um, Gary, guy Busick, um, I guess had been part of ready or not, and then Scream. So he's, he's also just kind of like with those guys, with the Radio Silence guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so for actors, uh, of course we have Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette returning. Um, new people, Sam, Melissa Barrera, um, Jack Quaid, Mikey Madison, Jenny Ortega. Fucking love Jenny Ortega. We'll talk a lot about her today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Minnette, who I love a lot. He's the he's Wes. He's the blonde guy. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. He's from uh, the band Wallows, which I really love. And uh, from the TV show Thirteen Reasons Why and a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff, uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown as Mandy Meeks Martin, uh, Mindy Meeks Martin, and then Mason Gooding as Chad Meeks Martin. Mason Gooding has been shown up on a bunch of stuff. He's in Smart. I love that dude a lot. I was really happy to see him in this kind of movie because mm-hmm. um, the screen movies always cast a lot of people that are kind of up and coming or they've they've been they've, they're established but they you know are still like young actors in Hollywood. Yeah, and they always cast really well, so I like that a lot. Um, who else we got? Uh, Marley Shelton is returning as Sheriff Judy Hicks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kyle Gall- Gallner as the uh, character Vince, who mm-hmm. makes a, not a lot of sense at all in this movie. Uh, and I'll mention some of the notes about that. Uh, I have something specific I want to say about yeah. Kyle Gallner whenever
1: we get to it. Oh, cool. But yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there's some other people like Heather Matarazzo is kind of a, a cameo in this. Um, obviously, we're in the spoiler talk and everything. So Ski Ulrich is also cameo mm-hmm. in this that uh, was unexpected. So, um, yeah, got a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah, for A lot sure. Of people in this one, for sure. Um, so <laughs> now I'll go back to my original point, which is uh, I feel like the, the writers of this, you can tell that they are fans of the franchise because, it, totally. especially leading up through like, Scream 4, Ghostface, whenever he like gets on the phone, he just comes in fucking blazing hot. Yeah, it's like somebody you. "Hello." He's like, "I'll fucking kill you, bitch!" <laughs> like it's just, a "Goddamn, man!" He's <laughs> <laughs> just screaming into the into the mic. Foreplay, probably foreplay. can't even like the, those don't even sound like syllables at a certain point. Right, but this time he comes in and he's like, "Oh hi, mm, hello." Clearly, I'm a white guy. Um, <laughs> yes, Can I speak with your mother, please. <laughs> Is Niles there? Oh, man. But now, um, now that I'm thinking about it, there's
0: never been a a, a killer of color at all no Mm-mm. right yeah. yeah interesting yeah that's well, you know what i'm, available. Like I'm just saying no, oh I'm available. i think you're like white people right just yeah. saying <laughs> don't that trust too. them don't the trust only them. way to correct
1: it is for me brent hibbert <laughs> of the let's talk about stuff podcast to be the new ghost face. um oh man uh but yeah like i like that they ramp up the tension in this movie like it, it it's been long enough. It's been, yeah. what, 11 years since the previous Scream movie. Yeah. So they they build up that ramp as Tara is talking on the phone to whom we know is, is Ghostface. Um, and I, I just like the conversation leading up to it. Totally. And she's into elevated horror and that type of thing, which I've been dabbling in some uh-huh. here and there. You know, A24 films. Obviously, we got a shout out Tusk. Yes, it's an A24 <laughs> film. Get fucked. <laughs> Look it up; it's an A24 film. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just—I this movie just now that I can uh, watch it without interruption, right? Uh, and can hear the dialogue and understand the plot of this movie. Was it so much better? It was so much. Be- it's like a movie. Just to be able to understand
0: it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, it's crazy how that Even works. If you didn't like it? Yeah, you'd be like, well, at least I could
1: hear them. You know what? It makes sense. You it know, went at the very star, least i a star. But yeah, I I I, I, just generally speaking, I I like the performances of everyone involved. I I, yeah, right on. It's just so much fun to watch, and uh, I was not clear on the reasoning for the victims whenever I watched it in theaters again Mm -hmm. because I couldn't. I missed that bit of dialogue, but now going back to it, I was like, okay, I I can kind of sign off on what the writers are doing here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, I just like. I like the, the resetting of the the themes of mm-hmm. the Scream franchise that this movie does.
0: Yeah, it, it goes back to the basics, uh, mm-hmm.
1: especially with that opening
0: scene. Um, and they mentioned that sort of like because the sequels have gotten so bad in the stab world that you even have like, you know, different ghost face like mass that are like gold and you have like flamethrowers and stuff. And it's like, makes no sense. Like they want <laughs> to the exploding want it. house,
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, That yeah.
0: <laughs> um, they want to, you know, bring it back to the basics. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it, they do a really good job with the meta commentary. in this one. I feel because like they, like you said, like they mentioned the stab eight, like it's just called stab and it should just be called stab eight. And who mm-hmm. are they kidding and stuff? And like how fans yeah. get mad about that and how we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm just like those fans and then like the remakes versus the requels and the different eras that they've tried to do different things and and how this one fits like they they they're in a time i feel as compared to scream 4 where it was trying to to say something about the movies of that era but scream really didn't fit in that era like they'd gone different they'd gone to like torture porn and they'd gone to like not like slashers you know simple slashers like that and i feel like Scream 4 didn't have a lot to say about anything and it tried to predict some things, but not quite well enough. And they kind of weird now. Uh, but this one, I feel like we have something to say about the horror movies of the past few years and the, the sequel rules and the requel talk, whatever. Like it was interesting because it had more to say. And, uh, I really think they did a good job of, you know, kind of honoring what Wes had created all these years and, and Kevin Williamson and, and bringing it up to modern day, but making it relevant again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, it's yeah cool. for for sure. I tried to watch this movie this time uh, as a person who had maybe never seen any of the other uh-huh. Scream films and see if this movie would stand on its own. I think it does for the most part outside of introducing some of the, the older characters. Yeah. And you just kind of, if that were the case, you would just have to make the assumption, oh, they've dealt with this before or <laughs> there's some connections yeah. there. Um, I, I feel like the stuff with Dewey and Gale you could pick up on. Like you could mm-hmm. see that he watches her... Morning show, and there's some sadness there, and there's like uh, a a disconnected relationship um, from that angle. And then I don't know if the um, seeing Nev Campbell on screen would resonate for people who who are unfamiliar with the the franchise, but like once she shows up in. In Woodsboro, mm-hmm. there's just like a, a sense of comfort I get from yeah. Sidney Prescott, you know. Oh yeah, it's just like oh Ghostface is here. Oh shit. Oh Sidney's here. Never mind. Yeah, we got it. She got this. <laughs> she's, she's killed so many people <laughs> at this point. She has the highest body count out of anyone in these films. I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe just yeah. consistent. It's all like self-defense, but like she she goes at it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the other thing I wanted to mention is when Tara's on the phone with. Ghostface he he asked about like stab have you ever seen this she's like oh no I've never seen this like an older movie or whatever Ooh. so it kind of relates to like people who haven't seen the old screen movies and ghostface says you live in Woodsboro and you've never seen stab and it's like bitch I live in Tulsa, I've never seen the outsiders. Please <laughs> relax about it. But you should, man. I, cool know, I know, I know. I I heard there's a new version of it. It's called like yeah. the, the full novel or something like uh-huh. that. I'm and so I, like but... I almost just punched my TV off of its little stand. <laughs> I was like, a You're novel. Like they, as a
0: movie? I don't think so. They made so. this movie even more like a novel. <gasps> Fuck that. But then.
1: But then I realized that it's a more complete telling of the novel. Therefore, I would never have to read the novel or have oh, someone come yeah. up to me and be like, oh, there's more stuff in the novel. You have to read it. It's like, no, and now I don't have to. I watched the novel cut. Yeah I, yeah, I watched the <laughs> novel cut. That's right.
0: Get off no, my notes you didn't. About it. You watched the Snyder cut again. Oh,
1: fuck. Is that I better I wonder, or worse? I was wondering why, <laughs> why Henry Cavill was there. I was very confused. He was flying around and shit. Crazy. It did not look like Tulsa. I was like, I don't remember Steppenwolf getting portaled <laughs> into Tulsa. But this was before I was born. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What am I supposed to do with this? You yeah. Know? I feel
0: like uh, I like that. Uh, how the movies, how I've realized, too, how they talk about the stab movies. Like we had mentioned the other week. Maybe last week again that it's like uh, Scream Four does it really well, where the town is like like the teenagers at least are like celebrating this, like they have the stabathon, they're like putting the ghost face up on the lights all over town and stuff, just like mess with everybody. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a whole different vibe, and it's become about the stab movies within that s- series within that movie. Whereas we have gone with other horror, and they also have that other those other horror movies, but I don't know. I, I like how this one has shaped up since four of how you kind of look back at the legacy of that. And like, it does seem like if you're in Woodsboro, you would you would know all about it, but yep. you wouldn't necessarily like, she doesn't care about him cause they're like older mm-hmm. movies and she's in a different kind of horror. So yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. it's cool. they play with that too.
1: Yeah. And, and for them, that would be like, um, true crime in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah, a totally different. Like I've, um, especially since this, this past year where we had, uh, w- whatever we called, um, the horror month for October. Do we have a name for it? I don't Maybe it's just like we watched a bunch of horror shit or whatever. But <laughs> it's like, a long title. We'll of it. Whatever <laughs> it was, um, I really did like as deep of a dive into horror of all like all years and genres within that, you know, subgenres. Yeah. Um, yeah. To to really get into it, and I really have a a huge appreciation for it now. Mm-hmm. However, I am so wildly disconnected from true crime that I just like. Uh, outside of like specific scenarios, I don't even want to like. It just it sounds exhausting to me. Yeah. To be honest with you, outside of like white collar crime, like I, I still want to watch that McDonald's documentary that oh, uh, you right. had mentioned a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That you said was just kind of like okay. If you yeah. Know. Um, I, I. The story is better than the the documentary is. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the idea that like McDonald's could like fuck with people using Monopoly. I know, right. It just it seems so, like, so silly. Just like so many random elements thrown yeah. in a blender and be like, and this was <laughs> a scam. It's like, yeah. okay, okay. All right. Sure. sure. Grandma. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, for her, I, I see what, like why that wouldn't be something she would be into. It's like, oh, this happened here before I was born. Uh, it took place in real life and I'm into this other type of yeah. thing it right sense, now. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, it, it makes sense. From that perspective, I think
0: And it is definitely. You bring up a good point that it's like, and I've thought about that while watching these and how they interact with the staff movies, especially when we find out that Randy Meeks's that these two twins that have been throughout the movie are Randy Meeks's nephew and niece, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, they're all connected. And then when she watches the movie later on at the party, and they're like, you're watching our brother or our uncle get butchered, and she's like, it's a comfort movie, yeah. and I'm like, they speak to it like I speak about Scream, like it's a comfort movie to me. I've watched it for years, but I also it wasn't a movie that came out within the same year of the actual murders. Like it's always been fiction to us, but in their world it is a true crime story that has taken on all these sequels. Like it would be like if there was a real guy, a real kid who drowned and came back and killed a bunch of campers later on. Mm -hmm. And then they made a movie about that. That that's a whole different world of Friday the 13th. That would mean different things to me than just being like, Oh, it's this like made up story. Yeah. And that's totally different in their world. Like how they view that would, would be different for them
1: mentally. Well, and, and speaking of it being totally different for them, uh, the, the the brother of the, the two twins, he says, you're watching our uncle get killed. So Randy doesn't die in Scream 1. He dr- dies in Scream 2. So does he die and Stab 1? Interesting point, because he
0: does say that. I'm not sure mm-hmm. of the verbatim line, but uh, yeah, it is something like you're watching our uncle get butchered or something like that.
1: Okay. so. Well, yeah, maybe he's just like, maybe he's not as into it, and he's like, oh, I know he dies in one of these or whatever. Maybe, so yeah. Maybe it's just like an offhand comment or whatever. Because his sister but, definitely is the the movie buff
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. of them, but um, yeah, that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I did want to, I did have some notes I wanted to dive in from that from that first kill, and then we can yeah. like, kind of move forward and stuff because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of jumping around a little bit. But um, uh, I was gonna say I like that they do update this one into like texting, and she doesn't answer yeah. her landline for a while. Um, cause I don't even do that. And certainly like a teenager, I would not expect to, but I like how mm-hmm. they play with that and how they, they do get her on the phone eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of play around with it. Uh, and then Jenna Ortega, I just want to mention it up, up front. Cause I think she is just a phenomenal actress and she's in so much stuff right now. And, uh, Amanda and I had recently decided to rewatch the series you, uh, because the third oh, season yeah. had come out and we liked it and we wanted to, we didn't remember a lot of what happened. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot that Jenna Ortega is in the second season. Oh, is she? She is. She's like, her sister runs the apartment complex. Um, she's like the super of the apartment complex that Joe moves mm. into on the on, in L.A. or whatever. And yeah. so she's always around. She wants to be a filmmaker, but she's like 14. She plays like a, a huge role in it, and I would forgotten all about her. And it was really fun to watch her leading up to re-watching Scream 5. Okay. Uh, and yeah. then to see her in it again. So I just think she's phenomenal. She's also in Ty West's new movie, X, um, mm. that everybody's talking about, this new yeah. horror movie that's out. Um, so she seems to be like a new screen queen as well, which is awesome. Um, I think she's just stellar in this movie. Everybody, like oh, you yeah. said, I liked everybody's acting in this; mm-hmm. that everybody was believable. But um, I loved
1: her starting out at first uh, as well. So, I do think it's weird that uh, we didn't get a new appearance by Jay and Silent Bob in this movie. But it's like okay, upsetting. you know, it's like all right, save it for Scream Six, whatever. Yeah. Did you Two see point, the Tusk suit is back there though? The what?
0: The tusk suit. Someone was a walrus in the back of the party. Oh, yeah. I saw in that. In the kitchen. I was
1: like, is that an
0: Easter egg? It was an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. He does lay eggs. Yeah. Right. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a science miracle that he's he in I don't you know, know how
1: wal, wal- work at Literally. all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and you I, had mentioned that yeah. the, the, the ghost face, uh, the way he talks to her in this one, it's not so just like, in your face, I'm gonna cut you up, bitch, sort of mm-hmm. thing. It's like, he like plays with her for a little bit, and like... Yeah. I I think that this ghost face, I kind of mentioned it before uh, on the show is has this ghost face is my favorite of the series. I think the dialogue is so great. it's he's much more menacing. Um, they give him a lot more airtime, I feel like you you get a lot more of those phone calls. and I just like I think that it was so well written. Um, the kills in this were also extremely brutal. this this fight in the beginning is brutal. Yeah, and those are the two things I think that set this one apart for me from the other sequels. It's brutal and the the ghost face is amazing.
1: Well, when it comes to like technology and using the the phone, um, I'm I'm kind of conflicted on movies using text messages. Yeah, on, like on film, I, f- I feel like we're still trying to figure out the best way to utilize <laughs> to it. to show it. And, yeah, yeah, and I feel like this movie does it. The, the most palatable way for me, which is you actually see somebody like typing on a screen. Yeah. Um, I know in that Veronica Mars movie um, and like several others, there are like text message balloons that pop up on screen and you just yeah. read that as the characters are acting like as if they're reading it. And I'm not as into it. Like I don't need to necessarily see a re- reaction shot or have them just like pause as as we're reading the text on screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like this is the best way to do that. Um, my I agree note- that. That's, that's tough though. Yeah.
0: That's a, a big decision now and it, it yeah. doesn't always work and it's hard. It gets you out of the movie sometimes that way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Out, outside of that would be like in a, a group setting would be to have one actor look at their phone and be like, Oh, I just got a text message. Just uh, say they it. say, yeah, you yeah, just speak yeah. the dialogue, you know? I like when um, they just have Siri read it out. Re- <laughs> just have her
0: just be like, read my message. Mm-hmm. And they all just wait, and we get to hear a computer voice say it. Job,
1: read my message. I want to put an eggplant emoji in your poo emoji. <laughs> 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 Andrew, WK, get off this line. Go <laughs> <laughs> cool, those outtakes, guys. Um, so uh, the, the other thing about this is because text messages are used, um, Ghostface has... It's, like, texting her and, like, calling her on a, I guess, a cloned smartphone of her friend Amber, mm-hmm. right? Calling to her on this, this cloned smartphone. Um, and then there's a certain point where she uses her smartphone to lock the doors, and mm-hmm. that was in the trailer of the movie. Yep. And that was, like, a big thing. It's like, oh, that's cool that they're, they're bringing this type of technology into it. And it backfires because Ghostface is able to unlock it using mm-hmm. their smartphone. Um, but I'm wondering if, like, does Ghostface have to take off the gloves to do all this? <laughs> Because they're they're fully covered you can't see any exposed skin and I know those gloves exist where you can like like yeah. the thumb and maybe like the forefinger are uh, have that like capacity to, yeah, to text yeah. or whatever yeah um, and I have some gloves like that but they don't work great uh-huh like <laughs> I it's love this e- idea. They're like, "Oh man, I gotta take
0: my gloves off." Jesus <laughs> Christ!
1: It's like you're, you're holding a knife in one hand and smartphone in the other. You gotta like kind of fumble with both of them or whatever. To, put the to knife like, between your knees to hold it for a second. Yeah, and oh, then you're man. like, "Do I take the glove all the way off or do I just like peel it back over my thumb so I can just like <laughs> Type real quick?" Because that's what I typically do. And I'm just like, oh, "Okay, fuck it, I'm fucking fine." And it's like, "Unlock, okay, put the glove back on, pick up knife. Is that's locked again? God oh, damn man. it!" Come, Come on. on. It just seems like a, a big a big to-do there. Just a, a lot of extra effort, you know? It's
0: something they should have thought about.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Yep. Man. Z- zero masks for yeah. this movie.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, yeah. What do you got?
0: Uh, I was going to say, again, just that uh, starting from that first fight, they are so much more brutal in this movie. Um, she raises her hand, her hand in self-defense and gets stabbed through it. Mm-hmm. Which I, when we were rewatching Scream 4, I realized it happens to the neighbor friend as well. Um, but you don't see it as like viscerally. You don't see it like up yeah. close. But I was like, oh, that's that's I didn't realize like I was so bored by Scream 4 for so many years that I didn't even think about that. And then I was like, Scream 5 is so new and intriguing. They have this step through the hand. And it's like, oh, that was, they did that 11 years ago, too. <laughs> but, but this one's so much more brutal. Yeah. Um, and the kills, what I like about it, too, with the ghost face, like the, the sound of it, the, the phone calls are what I say, like the ghost face that I love in this one is like the best. But even the, the looks, they have like a lot of like sort of villain poses, hero poses mm-hmm. for the ghost face character. And some of them are like fucking cool looking. And the, they show like the shininess, like the, that hood, that cloak is like sparkly. He's so hood, Steven. <laughs> Sparkly Hood's the worst, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know they're dangerous. You've, have uh, you been at the club again? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's like they, they show a lot better things with that. And then the way that they kill in this movie uh, is so just gnarly to me. And the stabs, like uh, everything I've ever seen of real life knife fights, they sound mm-hmm. terrifying. They're so yeah. fast. They're mm-hmm. like they're not just going to stab you. And then like wait and you're gonna like maybe defend and they'll stab you again. They're gonna stab you ten times and in, in ten seconds. They're gonna stab you so fast. That's like why a knife is so dangerous. And this mm-hmm. movie I feel is the first one we've seen like that fast stabbing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And every time it happens, it is so disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, every time I was like, God damn it, they really like especially compared to fucking Scream Three. Holy hmm. shit! Is this com- like a completely different movie <laughs> yeah. than Scream Three? <laughs> yeah, uh with those kills alone. So that first one, like, I-, I thought it was interesting. One of my notes was like, she's kind of the Jenna Ortega is kind of the Drew Barrymore, but she lives and she kind of is the Sydney. Like her sister is played as like the Sydney, but she's kind of there too because they're always together mm-hmm. and they're always attacking her. But like, her sister is the-, the the main one they want, I guess, and so she just keeps getting fucking attacked. Over and over again, and every one of them is so gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, she she fucking she's a fighter, you know. Uh, I love watching her fight back and
1: like staying alive, you know. I I wondered why they let Tara live um, mm-hmm. because I I couldn't quite remember if uh, Ghostface got busted or or what. I mean, as he's uh, or as they are attacking Tara, we see like cop lights, cop lights. Yeah, uh, what am I trying to say? Police lights? Yeah. Through, I guess, right? That's a cop oh, yeah. light, yeah. Cop lights, yeah. <laughs> um, You're like, through what, the... are what are they? cops? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Why does it sound weird? I said the wrong word. <laughs> wrong syllables, uh, uttered, check. K- kappa? Kappa. Kappa? Is that, is kappa? kappa? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think those are uh, turtle demons in Japanese lore. Kappa. A kappa? You, you, you see um, Toka from Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja <of> Turtles, do <laughs> <laughs> The Secret of the Ooze walked through the door. It just shatters faced <laughs> into a uh, pink mist. Oh know?
0: man! Yeah, Mama. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Jay and Santa Bob are behind him. Yeah, right. And Santa Bob's like, they're gonna need a bigger door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but, uh, but as yeah, as, as the, the the police lights are uh, shining through the window, there I, I couldn't remember if uh it got spooked and ran off but no like the last thing we see is ghostface yeah. slash through the logo right for scream and then it like cuts to um outside of the like bowling alley or whatever it is and there's a a song that plays that sounds like Miss Jackson by Outkast but it's like it does at first musically it's uh, it's that but like the the vocals are different, different. i think it's like a song 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 I don't I don't remember I know. what it was but I didn't catch it the first time because people were fucking talking <laughs> Man, whatever it sucks. was I liked it I thought it was
0: cool I did too I like mm-hmm. I, I put it as a note I like the the logo and that song mm-hmm. and then it leads into seeing Sam uh with her, her boyfriend at the bowling alley Sam
1: what was the last name Jenkins
0: <laughs> I don't remember I don't have enough
2: Sam but. Jenkins
1: <laughs> Carpenter. Carpenter yeah
0: Sam Carpenter yeah uh and then, yeah, and then um, Quaid, whatever his name, Jack Quaid uh, mm-hmm. with her. But, yeah, I like how that logo worked. I don't, again, yeah, they, they kind of – they show the knife go up and then the logo. And so, you don't. I guess you just assume she was not finally stabbed uh, and that the killer did run away or whatever. But mm-hmm. I like – in these movies, um, especially the, with this rewatch, it's been fun to figure out, like, Sydney. they always want Sydney at the end. Like, every killer – first off, every killer has the same bad idea – Almost mm-hmm. every one of them here wants to blame it, like in every movie, wants to blame it on someone else. They always have this plan, of like oh, it's gonna be you, and I'm gonna plant this here. And this person was always in the closet, and it never works. They all have the biggest hubris, like they, they all think they're <laughs> gonna pull this off and finally kill Sydney, right? Yeah. But it's interesting to watch it um, this time and be like, going through all the movies and be like, who? When are they actually trying to kill anybody? Mm-hmm. When do they want someone to leave? Like, and so many of the movies you you mentioned, like they get st- they get sliced in the arm. And it goes back to, like, yeah. Derek in the sequel. And then they do it in Scream 4, they do it in Scream 5, mm-hmm. uh, where someone gets stabbed in, or, like, sliced in the arm. But in Scream 2, it's like he's not a part of it. But in the rest of them, they are. Like, it's a, it's a ploy. They're playing on that same trope. But you don't really know as you're watching the movies and who the killers are, like, mm-hmm. if it's, like, a ploy or if it's real like it was with Derek. They just did that on purpose. They didn't want to kill Derek because they want him to be a scapegoat later on or whatever, right? Or they want to yeah. keep him around. Sydney, they always want to keep around until the end. So you kind of know, even though they attack her and it seems brutal and like scream the first one, like they don't really want to kill her. And then this one, it seems like they want to kill Jenna Ortega. Like they they do want to offer in the beginning, but they don't. Mm-hmm. And they really just want her sister there. Um, but that would have been a whole different thing. It's just interesting to look back on it and be like, what was their motivation? Because they don't always want to go through with it. But I mm-hmm. think they did on that in that
1: case. Yeah, yeah. I just fun. I feel like like either way, they could have left Tara alive or they could have killed her and it would have summoned Sam back to Woodsboro yeah either way you know? like mm-hmm. they would get her back right yeah and so they don't care but then they can use Tara later
0: to, to play with Sam you know and like be like oh, he, we'll yeah. kill her mm-hmm. but it's like did they want her to be there or did they just use that opportunity because she was alive in the hospital so where mm-hmm. they would have did they ever plan to go to the hospital because they never thought she would be there like that's a yeah. whole different plot line that they would have to adjust for you know mm-hmm. I just really have to get in the mind of a killer <laughs> Just taste the blood. Why are they doing this? What's the motivation? Did they eat lunch? Can they open their phone? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you hit on it, man. I can't stop thinking about it. That is, that is the thing, like, trying to, to see a ghost face, like, drink a shake through its yeah. mask, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, I spilled, oh, man. It's gonna yeah. get
1: my sparkles. There's, like, a little, like, hole. <laughs> that they have to, like, force the, like, little crazy straw
0: through, you know? I oh, like that. Well, oh, you made me think, too, what if they were using, like, Siri... And they're like, mm-hmm. I can't text uh, Siri, uh, uh, send her this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can't understand you. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'll turn off the voice box then. God damn it. Yeah. Normal voice, normal voice. <laughs> you have to, like, play with it either way, man. hmm um, Yeah. So, yeah, I love the title treatment. Uh, and then you see the new cast, the picnic tables, the new, the, the new youths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a fun, like, throwback to seeing the, the kids there. It moves faster, though. They, they talk about being questioned by Sheriff Judy Hicks. But you don't mm-hmm. see that like you did in the in the first movie and stuff. So they they kind of blow through some things. They you know they they don't need the exposition anymore, yeah. Uh, which is kind of fun. But I do like the beats, the
1: familiar beats, are what what's fun about these movies. So um, it's cool. Isn't uh, uh what's his name uh, Judy Judy Hicks's son? Is his name Wes? Yes. So and like the the creator of the Scream franchise is Wes yeah Craven right yeah. So. Is it fucked up that he dies? <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, that's what they're, the signal they're really
0: saying with this movie is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we killed Wes. Fuck mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, his his legacy
1: down the drain. Do you think? they made him bleach his hair so he would look like judy's son i wondered about that that, though (laughs) that one for real i thought about that today when i was
0: rewatching some of the clips Mm -hmm. and i was like do they do that just so he looks like his because it always looks bleached though too
1: yeah but does he just like his mom so much he's like i'm gonna have blonde hair Mm -hmm. i'm I'm always curious because there are certain things where like actors accept a role and they're like hey can i do this for the role you know just to like change it up or whatever right you know if he just showed up that way yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing this. I guess all we're right. doing that. Uh Action.
0: I did hear about him. It, it did seem they they named that killer that that character who was killed Wes mm-hmm. specifically so they could do the the toast at the end at the party that it was like a memorial for Wes, and then they mm-hmm. all like toast him, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in that scene, apparently, like Matthew Lillard can be heard, like everybody that's been a part of the the Scream cast or whatever has, is like in that scene saying like for Wes. So, it does have, like, a cool thing, even though they kill him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it's kind of fun, though.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. So, um, the next scene that I had written down was that uh, that Vince is there. Yeah. And then Vince gets killed. And um, what do you think about Vince? Because I like Ky- Kyle Golner a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited to see him in here. But they barely give him any explanation. <laughs> yeah. His death is really cool. They use Red Right Hand in his car playing yeah. in the background. And then the ghost face just fucking stabs him in the neck real quick. It's mm-hmm. a cool scene, but I, I was so confused. And I wondered, especially with your experience, did you even know anything about him? Did like, you hear any of that at all? No,
1: I did yeah. not. I, I knew that he was in it. And I remember you mentioning him on an episode from earlier this year. And we looked up pictures of him and we were like, oh, he he turns out this guy's a hunk. We didn't know. Oh, yeah. I had no yeah. idea. L- looking movie. like Jesus, you know, uh-huh, and a snack. Long hair. Snacky Jesus, you know. Oh, man. Um, But... uh. I had no idea why he was there. I saw on screen that he was hanging out by his car, spitting at teenagers. And then he shows up <laughs> at a bar for teenagers, I guess, yeah. and tries to start shit with them. Then he duns mm. get dun gets uh, stabbed in the neck. And there's not um, really any reason, though. Like, it's like, who is this guy? Yeah. Why are they well, killing him? Why do we care about him? Well, to be fair, he is peeing on a building. And I don't I don't cotton oh. to that at all. You know, to throw it back to, to scream. You like to pee uh, in nature. Two and three. I don't cotton. To Ooh, wow. to ping on other people's property. Mm, you that's do it true. On your, yeah. You down with OPP peeing? No. I am not. <laughs> I not. Naughty by nature. <laughs> you're truly naughty. God, this show. What the if, fuck are we doing? If, <laughs> if you were a vigilante crime fighter, uh-huh.
0: would that be your thing? You're you're busting people that are peeing on the back of buildings? Mm-hmm. My parents were
1: peeing in an alleyway. <laughs> Wait, they were peed or peed on? Uh huh. Yes, they were into some some wild shit. Don't even
0: don't even worry about I it. I didn't I didn't find out for years later that it was consensual. It was actually consensual, but it set me on this journey,
1: and I can't stop. What are you doing? Give me your smartphone. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. You'll find out who I am. It's a very specific scenario. Um, but uh, like yeah, I didn't know what his deal was, and then later on in the movie, where the kids are talking about, um, uh, he was like stew uh mocker's sister's kid or something like that i was like wait who are we talking about right and i and as the movie was playing i had to like go back and look up on like the scream wiki page or whatever to be like oh that's who they were talking about i forgot that he had like died or whatever so he's like he's there for so intensely but so very quickly that i forgot that he even died in the movie yeah and it's so strange like it feels
0: like there's a lot more left out i watched Mm -hmm. the deleted scenes there's only like like two and a half minutes worth of Mm -hmm. deleted scenes Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's in one of them and it's it's dewey is in that same bar drinking Mm -hmm. and he stops him whenever he pulls the knife on the on the teenagers Mm -hmm. uh teenagers uh dewey stops him and he but he doesn't say anything either he doesn't say like why he knows him he's just like vince don't do this. You're a bad guy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's another del- deleted scene. He like basically pushes Dewey down. Uh, and then the bartender like makes them leave or whatever. And then Dewey is being investigated briefly for his killing. Like uh, sheriff, Judy Hicks brings him in the office to question him about Vince's killing. Cause they just got in mm-hmm. a fight and then he dies. And he just says like, it couldn't happen to a better guy. But you, so you realize there's oh. some animosity between them. But again, there's no explanation about like who he is. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like that's fine. It's cool that he's like connected in some way. But it's so weird uh, that they cast him and put him in there. I feel like there's more there left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what they released does not make any sense at all. <laughs> but I like his death so much, and I like Kyle, Kyle Golner so much that I forgive it. Mm. Uh, I'm curious if yeah, if other people care that much though. But to me, I'm like, oh, I
1: saw he was cast. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then it's like he's for like no reason. <laughs> it was just weird. That, w- that would be funny if the next Scream movie, when they announce the cast, they announce like the actor's name, and then they're like, as Ghostface, but they do it for literally the entire oh, cast. Oh, I love that. Craft Services, as <laughs> Ghostface. <laughs> Those bitches are wily. I'm telling you. You don't they're trust out the there. Craft Services, man. Yeah. You don't know what they're up to. Uh, but uh, for... For uh, Kyle Gallner, uh, or the, mm-hmm. those deleted scenes in particular, I'm glad they didn't include those because I really like the way they introduced Dewey into this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I recognized the theme when it came on. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing <laughs> that thing that people <laughs> who like it. movies do. I'm You're recognizing the it. score. <laughs> rest of the movie, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it's tuned out the rest of it, but I was excited about that. But then for Kyle Gallner specifically, man, I was like, this guy could be like the next Wolverine. really could oh I like Like that he's like kind of short in stature I know people are used to tall ass Hugh Jakeman but (laughs) uh like in the the comics and most media outside of film um uh, Wolverine is like a a shorter character but uh he's got like as an actor I feel like he's got an intensity about him that could uh could really pull that off that's interesting interesting Mm -hmm.
0: choice for that um I I want him cast in everything and he's great from Veronica Mars to Red State yeah, uh, to anything I've ever seen him in, I always thought he's he's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And uh one of the greatest of his generation actually, but it seems like he's mm-hmm. kind of leaning into this like almost like a
1: character actor kind of vibe and I'm like I'm down with <laughs> that for him. Uh, I, but I would in, love him to get some big stuff. I think I read that he's in um or when we talked about it previously, he's in some like a long-running TV show that neither of us have ever like watched oh, yeah, or weird. barely heard of. That's always kind of familiar. That's where he looks like snack Jesus, and uh, we just have never like watched this show or whatever. I don't even know what it's about, but I think it's yeah. like some post-apocalyptic show or something. I um, don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what
0: it is. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. He's in that.
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to look it up real quick, but I don't. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, whatever the case, I, I do want to see him and more more content so maybe this magnifies his uh, acting ability because i do like him as an asshole in this role and i do feel like because i'm a fan of the fast and furious franchise uh uh a dickish vince goes a long way for me you know yeah there you go right mm-hmm. yeah wait uh is this vince kind of scuzzy looking uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he's got some ratty facial hair oh you know it he's in the movie make it happen Gavin. Yeah, it kind of works for you uh, mm-hmm. on
0: multiple fronts, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like his death, uh, and it, it's a—it's it, one of the first ones we actually see. I think it's the first death we see on screen. The second attack, uh, and it helps. It's yeah. a, one of those things. That it helps move the plot along. It's like Principal Henry being killed in the first movie, and it's like they didn't need to do that. They literally watched that movie and they were like, "You need a death here, mm-hmm. so kill the principal." And, like, there's no reason for it, though. And, uh, but it's, like, it's another death, and it's fun. So mm-hmm. I'll take it for that in the, uh, the vein of just screen movies do that, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's an excuse to put Red Right Hand in there. I mean, you yeah, can just, right? like, crowbar it in any scene, yeah. really. But, I mean, like... <laughs> but it helps. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of a fun little, like, shout-out. Right on. You know? Um, and then Sam is attacked at the
0: hospital in the... Kind of like uh, Sydney being attacked in the bathroom scene, mm-hmm. sort of, that, But uh, hers is a little more, you know, serious. She actually really gets attacked. Uh, there and then she sees Billy. That's when we first see Billy in the mirror. Yeah,
1: that was my next note. As a matter of fact, yeah. And um, I don't know if you heard about this online, but when this came out in theaters, Lil John, the music really? producer, saw this, and his reaction was insane. Did you hear what he said? No, I didn't. I didn't. What is it? He goes, Ah, skeet 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 skeet. Ah, skeet 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 skeet. God damn! <laughs> He's very excited about it. <laughs> Worth it. Uh huh. <laughs> My throat hurts now. Um, I do think that the de aging effect they use on Skeet Ulrich, Ulrich? how, I, how do you say this? I go back and forth. Yeah, I, I don't know. You can say whatever. Big Papa Skeet. Uh, I think he he looks good. Like he he doesn't look like wildly aged in Riverdale. Yeah. Um, he just looks like he still kind of maintained that young look. Yeah. 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 Overall, um, but the the de aging effects they put on this looks pretty fucking good like especially for not uh for for seeing the first screen movie again for the first time in a decade plus like four weeks ago yeah like it they they look it's almost like a one-to-one not quite that but yeah. close enough to where i'm like this doesn't look there's not like an uncanny valley to totally it for me you yeah. know i see mostly in reflection that helps too i think like, yeah or always in reflection i guess so and I'm not sure if this movie was supposed to come out during the pandemic or if it was always scheduled to come out in in January. But if they took that extra time and, and uh, spruced up the de-aging effect there, Mm -hmm. uh, they, they did a fucking Mm -hmm. incredible job for it. They just like the perfect amount, like, the Halo series on Paramount Plus could <laughs> take some lessons <laughs> from this, you know. Not that they were trying to de-age, but like the the use of CGI in in general which yeah. is uh, lacking. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I like that he's in this too. Like it was a
0: fun surprise. Mm-hmm. I knew that there were gonna be some cameos, and before I watched it, I I think what the one I heard about was <sighs> I think it was Heather Matarazzo that I heard about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that she was going to be in it briefly, but I didn't know Wait, if this who would did be, she, who did she play? She's, uh, uh Martha Meeks, Randy's I know sister. I name. <laughs> Back to the well on that one. <laughs> I like her in this because she shows up and she's just like the mom bringing in snacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like that her role is kind of like progressed into that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's fun. Like living with these characters for decades, you know, and seeing how their lives change and stuff. But, um, so I knew that she was going to briefly be in it. And then I heard. So much stories about like a cameo or rumors of a cameo that I figured mm-hmm. it would have to be Billy or Stu, but I didn't know. And uh, it's interesting how they play with that in this movie. Everybody remembers Billy, but nobody remembers Stu. Yeah. And it seems like they're maybe setting something up for another sequel. Like there's been rumors of Matthew Lillard coming back in various sequels that have never quite panned out. I feel at this point it'd be really weird for him to come back, mm-hmm. but it's,
1: it was interesting how they play with that a lot. How is Billy's legacy? I'm so glad you brought this up because this is like when I was watching this movie the first time, annoyed as fuck, but I could see on the screen there was a de aged uh, Skeet Ulrich. I was like, okay, I think I see what they're doing here. I thought that, um, well, by the time it was revealed that, uh, you know, Sam was his daughter, Uh I thought Jack Quaid, is it McQuaid? Oh. Jack Wade, yeah. Jack Wade. I thought he was going to be the son of uh, fucking Stu Mocker. That or whatever, would be interesting. Because they, they look similar enough uh-huh. to me, you know. I thought, oh, okay, so it's like these two people get together and um, you know, they like they don't know their parentage or, or whatever. Or maybe he hid it from her. I don't know yeah. what like it certainly didn't go that direction by the time you get to the end of the movie, but that's like, an interesting that's, thought though. I love that. Yeah, that's where I thought I, I was going. And my right.
0: first thought yeah. too, whenever you said it, I was like Oh man, it's like their brother and sister then. That's incestuous. They can't fuck. And I'm like, oh, they're not related. I'm yeah. just like connecting them too. Uh, yeah. but it'd be, yeah, they could if they got pregnant, they would have like a super villain baby. Oh my
1: god, yeah. That'd be
0: interesting. He does kinda look like that. Like I totally like mm. get that that he would might be the son or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and I like how it all ends up playing out. And I like that. She's the daughter of Billy. Um, when it first was revealed, I was like, I'm not sure what I think about this. But the way it plays out, because that's like the next scene is where she like tells her sister about it, uh, yeah. finding the diaries of her mom. And I love the idea that like Billy was not getting any from Sydney and that he was having some on the side the yeah. whole time. Makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we would have seen their mom or like heard more about that or like Sydney would be like, oh, like that was so-and-so like she remembered her or something you know Mm -hmm. uh, from high school like that would have been interesting but I I like how it all played out I think they did it with the time they had they you know didn't dwell on other things whatever that's fine but um, I liked it in the end um, how it kind of worked out that she was the the daughter and she didn't want to be like her dad and how that would fucking freak you out if you found out about that Mm -hmm. like as a teenager is like 13 years old yeah that your dad was a serial killer famous in your town with all these movies
1: based on it like yeah Mm it would flip you out Um, so yeah, it was interesting how they played with that notion and and going up the, the parentage situation. This is like how my, my brain does or does not work. I was like, because, um, Matthew Lillard and Jack Quaid look similar. And then if you look at Skeet Ulrich and then, um, (laughs) the, the girl who plays Sam, they have similar eyebrows. I'm like, they're not actually related. You idiot. (laughs) You don't need to make those connections. I don't just go with it. God, I'm stupid. um, so, uh, do you have anything else for
0: that scene? Uh, mostly, th- yeah, just that. And then it, just, uh, that's when uh, Dewey's introduced right after that,
1: though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a great introduction. And oh, by yeah. that, I mean, like, it's not, like, triumphant or whatever. It's it sad, just, but it, yeah. It shows the, yeah, the exterior of, like, the trailer he lives in, which really hits close to home. Like, anytime I see someone, oh, like, yeah. oh, they're on hard times and they're living in a trailer, <laughs> I'm like, I... I was born into hard <laughs> times, evidently. Like this is—you're like I thought was just a house to me. I didn't just, know. Just me, like again, <laughs> listeners. I know you don't like to hear me brag, but yes, I have lived in three different trailers <laughs> over the course of my lifetime, and uh, I did. I rollerblade on a square of <laughs> cement that Crack was Yes, of course. Did I trip over it a couple times? Yeah, but I could afford to because guess what? We had a couple band aids. <laughs> big spenders over here <laughs> yeah uh
0: not to brag i did get a couple of band-aids for christmas um, in my head you would just share band-aids and then you just use scotch tape uh-huh. over and over again to help them stick
1: oh you just you hit it with a little bit of windex you know yeah. after you're done using them let them <laughs> hang out you know put them on a car antenna to dry it's great oh it's there perfect. you go yeah Band aid Uh, antenna, yeah, yeah. You get enough Scotch tape, tape, you can just like you can use that as like the the ends of the band aid. (laughs) People know this. I I don't need to re-litigate it, but um, yeah, like I I always have this anxiety whenever I see trailers and people living in trailers because they're like destitute. Um, uh, Because I'm like, God, what if I have to do this later? (laughs) Like, it gives me anxiety. I can I can feel my like anxiety growing in my body when I see this. But and then seeing Dewey. Uh, living there and then hearing his theme and then god I just love that character so much you know and then like watching his wife
0: his ex-wife on tv for her morning yeah. show it's yeah like,
1: Ouch. yeah he, he said later in the movie that he gets to spend time with her every morning I was like god that's sad yeah this poor guy but and it's it's set up in I think scream 4 maybe that they were two separate people, you know. Uh, she's, yes, she's very much a, a city mouse. He's a country mouse, and it's just not, not clicking properly, you know. I mm. brought that up uh, specifically last week because it was again.
0: It's one of those things that now that I've seen Scream Five, Scream Four is a little bit better, and it's in Scream Four. It's like Gale is where she's not supposed to be. She's trying to make it work in, in Woodsboro with Dewey. He's the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Things are seemingly going well, but they're not really happy. And then this one, it's like they've broken up. She's gone back to the city where she belongs. And I like that when they see each other when she gets to town and they have that nice speech together and a nice talk or whatever where they're like, mm-hmm. they both just realize, like, they love each other, they're best friends. And it's so weird in real life that they were married, met on the series, got married, then divorced and then to act together again on this and like it's some of that's got to be somewhat true, you mm-hmm. know, in their feelings of each other and that they, you know, try to remain friends, but like they are both doing their own thing. And it's yeah. sad to see him this way, but it's also like it makes sense for their characters in a
1: weird way. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that David Arquette has gotten like more attractive as a man as he's gotten older. You know, we tend he, to do that. Women <laughs> do too. They just don't feel that way. But. Yeah, but man, yeah, I, like someone calls him a
0: shitty Sam Elliott, and I'm like, man, even on a good day, being a shitty Sam Elliott is a good day. So yeah, on you know, a bad day, whatever. But it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a compliment, you know? Yeah, it's like I'm sorry that his skin doesn't look as much like beef jerky <laughs> yet, but give him some time. <laughs> give him some time. Yeah, no, he looks the great. The yeah. Someone yeah. mentioned online that they're like, like Martha Meeks when she sees Dewey, she's like, "Hi, Dewey, you mm-hmm. look how's Gale." Yeah. And and everybody's like, he just looks like he didn't shave that morning. Like he does not look that bad.
1: He he's like put together. Like they they comment like, oh, just because he showered we're gonna like let him tag along or whatever. But like Yeah, he he looks he looks like a regular, like, handsome dude. Not bad. Like I don't know. Like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, willing.
0: Uh, Oh yeah. Standing offer.
1: You'd say Yeah. (laughs) Will they row it? Um I will say that whenever Dewey invites uh Sam and I don't remember the boyfriend's name. Jack Wade uh, and car- Richie, Richie, that's Richie. what it is. Yeah. Uh whenever he invites them in uh for like two minutes of talk, um, he goes through and he fucking nails who the killers are. I know. Like especially like after after you watch it the or when you go back to watch it at least a second time he's just like boom boom he just like nails both of the killers yeah. immediately you know I know he got,
0: he, had the, he said the boyfriend what does he what does he say about the uh, the friend uh, or whatever
1: he says uh, close friend of the victim mm. and it was the the person whom was uh being recorded on uh, their phone yeah. so it was like um Jack Quaid would have been recording or filming Amber Right? Mm. Amber was the other killer. Is that the right name? Oh, so this is fun. Yeah, who's mm-hmm. who's
0: attacking Tara in the beginning, basically? yeah, mm-hmm. Right? I wondered, because we don't really know where, like, Woodsboro is fictional, so we don't really know where it is in California. But mm-hmm. Sam is in Modesto, and so Jack Quaid was in Modesto. Theoretically, and we see them the next morning, and she gets the call to go back to Woodsboro because her sister mm-hmm. was attacked. So I was like, was it always Amber? And Amber filmed herself it wasn't a live stream, it was mm-hmm. like a, an old video. Yeah. And she filmed herself and then she was the one attacking. I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he
1: could have driven there, driven back, you know, or if yeah. it was always Amber. But yeah. It it would be funny if there was a deleted scene where when Jack Quaid decides to take her back and they're in they like get in his car and Sam's like, Um, how come there are 175 Starbucks cups in here? Like, have you been drinking a lot of caffeine to stay in caffeine? weird
0: here's a toll booth receipt <laughs> yeah. for woodsboro have you been uh-huh. to woodsboro no never heard of it never even watched mm. the stab movie but that's clever man <laughs> i never even mentioned the stab movies i've yeah. never seen one uh-huh so i wasn't either Hmm. i like I, how that. am i supposed
1: to know that your sister's in hospital room 418 i wouldn't know that <laughs> I, wouldn't I wouldn't say know that yeah maybe i'm psychic yeah Oh, yeah, Sam, you're right. Just because your name's Carpenter, you think you fucking nailed me to a cross? <laughs> that was good.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I like his character, mm-hmm. though, because they, they, they play with that a few times. Um, mm-hmm. From Dewey talking about them, like he nails, he says, like, don't trust the boyfriend. You've only known her for a few months. Mm-hmm. She should not have. Uh, yep. That seemed pretty easy to follow, but uh, she went along with it. But um, even like later in the hospital, whenever Amber's there, um, Jack Wade accuses Amber and Amber accuses him and he's yeah. like I was watching Netflix and she's like I was with this person like you were watching Netflix you have no alibi like they play mm-hmm. it up a lot a few different times and even themselves do it which is fun uh, mm-hmm. so they really keep up the you know who's who's gonna be the who done it in this yeah uh, and they play around with that a lot so um, so Dewey calls mm-hmm. Sydney Sydney we see is uh, running with her kid in a stroller so she has kids mm-hmm. she mentions her husband Mark and mm-hmm. then she's happy. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. Uh, but of course, she has to come back and deal with this shit now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's fun. I, I think that, interestingly enough, when I was watching this last night, um, the legacy characters in this were, like, okay to me. Like, I, Dewey is, like, one of my favorites. And the, to see, obviously, like, he has a death scene coming up uh, that we'll mention here in a sec. But um, seeing that was really hard and important for the story. But um, Cindy and Gale, I, I both, those, like... The actresses, I feel like they kind of not phoned it in, but just kind of like, yeah, we'll come back for this, you know, but mm. I was way more excited for the new characters. And I don't know that it, I don't think it would have worked without the legacy characters. And I'm glad mm. the reasoning they brought them in, like that they're trying to do like a fan reboot sort of thing. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I actually was like, they weren't my, my favorite part, like usual. Um, I liked a lot of the kids in this one so much more and the, the stuff they were up to. So um, I'm intrigued to see where they go with the sequel, the next one scream six that they're about to be filming and stuff. Um, how much it'll really involve like Gale and Sydney mm-hmm. and if they'll ever really write them out or kill them off or whatever I don't know where you kind of go with this series like I don't know it was one of those things that was never supposed to last this long and now they're in every movie and how do you take them out but I don't know that they're really that necessary anymore either for, for me personally when, which is weird because I love those characters but they've kind of had enough shit in their lives you know
1: yeah I think so yeah, yeah. not like, enough for Andrew WK happy. but you know yeah he could use some more. Some of those out, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, when it comes time to party, he likes to party hard. Had <laughs> to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
1: we see Sydney running down that like boardwalk when she gets that phone call. She's pushing a stroller, but we don't actually see the baby in the stroller. No, that's true. So we don't know that it's a human baby. In my head, it's like a fucking Gila monster.
0: Oh wow! That she's
1: strapped in. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. super into like lizards mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of those people, you know. She's a lizard person.
0: <laughs> Brent, do not joke about Sydney that way.
1: That's scary. I mean, not a lizard person as in like the government of the United States, uh-huh, but sure. a person who likes lizards. You know, she's hanging out at county fairs outside of the yeah. the entrance with a, a casual lizard on her shoulder. Being like, Oh, what this thing? Oh, you're not letting me take this in there. You're OK. You're restricting my freedom. Just tell me that you're wow. restricting my freedom. Than my ability to walk around with a Gila monster <laughs> on my arm. It's her mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. If she wants. This is a Komodo dragon, not a Komodo <laughs> dragon. You're dragging me down. <laughs> right? Something like that. I don't know. I think it went too far. Ma'am, this is <laughs> a Wendy's. You gotta get out of here. I know you love a spicy chicken sandwich,
0: but this is way too spicy. <laughs>
1: They don't have proper digestive tracts. Oh, I will be the judge of that. Uh-huh. You would say that about my children? My scaly little long-fingernailed children? This is out here tasting the air. Oh, man. Oh my god. Um what about
0: uh Sheriff Judy? Sheriff you know? Judy, bringing it. Yeah, bringing her back. No longer deputy. Yeah. Doobie's no longer got her boot. living either. Yeah, well. Oop. Man, yeah. hers too. See, hers another one. Uh her character didn't mean that much to me because I wasn't a big fan of Scream 4. But now mm-hmm. I've been watching him more. it. Before, it I, she was in this movie. And then she mm-hmm. has a son and he's important to the story. And so uh, the fact that she gets stabbed in broad daylight on her porch, uh, like right outside on her side. That's crazy. Yeah, is bad. And that she gets stabbed a bunch of times really fast, too. And it's really gnarly mm-hmm. uh, to see her go down that way. Um, that, yeah,
1: that's when I first noticed the sparkles on the, uh, the yes. Ghostface costume. That's the scene that's I was like, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like they sparkle in the sunlight, and it's so mm-hmm. weird because it's like it's
0: supposed to be this dark figure that's murdering people, but it's like mm-hmm. oh, they're sparkly. Yeah, uh, and there's something <laughs> nice about it. I don't know. I like it. Uh, it's one of those quirks I didn't notice for years and years until I mm-hmm. caught it like kind of on a, a better. I probably watched it on like VHS for years all these movies, mm-hmm. and then when I finally got to DVD and then Blu-ray, I was like, oh my god, it sparkles! Like I that didn't really know it. Yeah, for, like, I didn't know it for movies? a long time. Yeah. Oh wow. I can okay. never see it, or it's like in, he's not really in like the light a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. so I never I don't remember ever really noticing it. I think the the one that comes to my mind is the Tatum garage scene. Mm -hmm. I feel like when he's on the stairs, like that first opens, you can kind of see it sparkle there. But um I don't know that I noticed for like a long time though, and so yeah, it's cool. And then Wes, um, I like in this movie because he kind of plays I like how they play with the roles. He plays more of like a damsel in distress kind of role or like Yeah. Not even that, like he's prepared. He's got the mom who's the sheriff, and he's like, you guys have your pepper spray? Do you have Mm -hmm. your tasers? And it feels like that would usually be, like, the, the role that would be assigned to a girl. And then he's, like, the hot blonde who gets naked in the shower. And, and I was like, you. God, I fucking love this. Uh-huh. I really, like, people were joking we don't get nudity in screen movies. And it would have been amazing if he was, he was the first one. It's just, like, full dong. You know? <laughs> that would have been so great. Just to, like, throw everybody even more off, you know? Do you think he would um, have I to dye it. his
1: pubes? Uh, he would have to frost those tips as well? I
0: would love it, too. And if it wasn't fully, yeah, if they weren't fully dyed, they're just, they're just frosted tips, like, black yeah. in the, like, ble- bleach
1: blonde. Or if for whatever reason they were, like, red, you'd be like, huh? Oh, this this is... guy's got all kinds of stuff going on. Wait, who's, who's this person's father? I have questions. What if it was shaved
0: into the, the ghost face mask? Oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, he's it. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just a big <laughs> fan. Don't kill me. <laughs> But then his actual death, oh my God, that, that was, so my brother, Danny, also not a huge fan of Scream 4. He's seen it like once and then just wrote it off. So when this new one came out, I was so excited for it because I thought the trailers looked great and I was pumped for it. And he was just not, he was like, I'm, I like my, I like my original trilogy, especially my first one. And then I'm good. Hmm. He finally watched the, the new one. Uh, and he finally sent me his like voicemail review and it was the one thing he mentioned and then also my buddy James who was the other guy earlier we were talking about who uh, mm-hmm. had rewatched these movies uh, some of them for the first time and then had watched that one and he was talking about how brutal the kills were they both mentioned
1: that neck kill yeah oh my god that thing is gruesome i don't know how they did that if it's practical or if it's it cgi good. or if it's a combination but I, yeah, yeah it looks it looks
0: legit i feel yeah. like it's it's it does look there's some part of it that looks cgi but really good and yep. I was wondering if there was like a mix. Like I wonder if they were able to do some of it with practical, like a mm-hmm. neck application and it kind of sticks out the back, whatever. But when you first see it go in, it's really slow and gross, but then when it pops out and it's all on the side, Oh yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It's almost too much, but that's why I love it. <laughs> and the sound effects in this movie, that was mm. the first one I remember noticing too, are really gross. And his like gurgling of the blood and stuff yeah. out of his throat. Um, and then Dewey, Later on as well, uh, we'll get to that in a, in, a, in a sec. But his sound effects during his death are, are also just gruesome. But uh, that first one, I was so sad because like, I love that dude uh, who plays Wes, uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan Minnette. Um, I love Wallows, his band, um, so much. They're so good. And I just like that guy a lot. And So I was hoping that he would either be the killer or mm-hmm. he would be like the final girl, like one of the final girls, sort of. Uh, and I was so sad that he was one of the first to go,
1: actually. But but it was a good death, and I thought it meant something. So He was in... Uh, the Goosebumps movie, maybe movies. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh. I've never seen the second one, but he's definitely in that, that first one. And he was in, um, I want to say something else, like horror adjacent. Yeah. Uh, but I can't quite remember what it was. He, but, he's been an actor for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, so he was in stuff as like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But like you were talking about uh, the girl who plays Tara, Jenna Ortega, being a new scream queen. I think yeah. he kind of is as well. Where yeah. it's just like, you know, when it comes to uh, younger horror He's like one of the go-to people for that type of thing.
0: Yeah, he was in Don't Breathe as well, which was oh, yeah. thriller, horror kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, apparently he was in Lost, so oh, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, both both Goosebumps movies. Um, he was in Saving Grace. Of course, you and I love that show. Um, yeah, we talk about it constantly and we certainly know exactly it. what it is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. You know, so Snow Buddies. So it's been a bunch of stuff, <laughs> bunch of stuff we know scariest <laughs> no, really, movie of all yeah. oh yeah. yeah i really yeah. like him a lot um and then, but his
1: death was meaningful in it and because i like him personally i was like oh yeah this this means a lot um S- specifically regarding his death is it's it's fascinating that his mom dies in broad daylight like you said immediately before mm-hmm. and then he like he hears a noise behind him, goes, locks the door, and then there's a series of three consecutive behind-the-door fake-outs. Oh,
0: yes! That the movie
1: gives you. Yeah, with and like a refrigerator and like a yeah. pantry
0: door. Mm-hmm. And they play with the music a lot during that. Like, you, you think someone's be... Yeah, they play with that a lot. Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I'm realizing, too, because uh, I, I had some other notes, we, we kind of skipped over the... Because uh, was, I, was, I was like, that guy, Wes, was still around when they met at the uh, Randy Meeks Memorial Theater... Mm. at the Meeks' house, and you realize the, uh, the twins are his niece and nephew and stuff. And they go over the rules because Dylan says that Dewey's probably the killer because he's been stabbed so many times, and his wife left him, and he crawled into a bottle. And mm. Dewey says, well, maybe you're the killer because that cut deep. Yeah. And his delivery of that, I fucking lose it every time. I think it's uh-huh. such a good
1: line. It's kind of cheesy, or it could be, but I think he pulls it off, and I love it. I watched that yesterday and then I rewound it (laughs) after it. And I watched that scene again because it was, yeah, it was so fucking funny. I was like, oh shit, that was solid.
0: But they go through the rules, you know, and I love that. um, I can't remember her name right now. I'll try to pull the cast list, but the Meeks niece, who is like the movie buff in this one. Mindy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mindy is like the one who gives the rules and she explains like what a requel is. And I love her explanation. It's like, it's like, I feel like Scream 4 is kind of like that era of them trying to Remake, even though they had a lot of the original cast, um, mm-hmm. it was kind of in between. It didn't really make sense. And this one, we have an example of these. We have a lot of like the Halloweens and the um, Force Awakens and stuff that are kind of reboots, reboot cools, mm-hmm. recools, whatever. And um, I like her explanation for it. it again, it, it's like they have something to say and there are rules we can gather from other movies in this era. And then now they made this one and like we're in it, blah, blah, blah. And I love mm-hmm. that they're like, she's like Sam's like, so I'm in the middle of fan fucking fiction. Yeah. and it's like yeah you are and that sucks but I believe yeah. it I believe these people these fans would do this uh, mm. in a weird way it's extreme it's always like they take it to extreme levels but there are fans like this that are really angry and like send death threats to people for for making a movie wrong in their mm. franchise you know um, and so I like the motivations and I like that she's the one that gets to, to be the new movie buff I like her a lot too
1: mm-hmm. I was going to ask if you if you liked uh, Mindy the new the new uh, oh, I think she's cool
0: yeah yeah, um, I don't know her. Jasmine Savoy Brown. I don't really know her from anything. Mm. Like, she didn't look familiar, but, no. um, but I thought she was really good in this. I like her brother a lot. Um, I like mm. their like banter and stuff throughout the movie, yeah. and uh, I like that she's like the she smokes weed later, and then she's like her brother's like, why are you just watch our uncle die? And she's mm. like, I'm this is my comfort movie. I'm gonna smoke weed. I might make out with this chick over here, and then mm. they do, and I'm like, yeah, this chick is awesome. Wow, she's just like living her life.
1: Yeah, doing was like, all the good stuff. To have that much confidence in anything. <laughs> I know. I like, she, I will never experience that.
0: She just says like, I'm going to make out with this chick who's on a different couch. And the chick looks mm-hmm. over like I'll make out with you. It's yeah. Like, wow, that works.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. But she's hot. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, that goes a long way. That's yeah.
0: Just a couple of gross hairy adults. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I like her. I like that explanation though. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, there's a, a mention, uh, like we talked about briefly, the uh the stab eight meta commentary where Richie is watching the YouTube video in the hotel and uh oh, yeah. the, the, the two people commenting whom I believe have their own actual like YouTube channel or whatever. Um you know who that guy is?
0: No. He's the one that we found so annoying on that horror documentary? Oh, no. Yep. That guy. And every time I hear his voice now on stream five, I'm like, fuck you.
1: The thing about this movie is that you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that he's guy. in the
0: movie, God. unfortunately.
1: Yuck. Uh, well, I'm glad I didn't pick up on that because that would have yeah. driven me insane. Good luck uh, next time you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, but the uh, they, they comment that the movie is called Just Stab instead of Stab 8 or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is. This is the okay. Talk. they know what they're doing. <laughs> they, they probably like the, the studio probably pushed them to have this title or whatever. Makes Maybe. sense. I don't know. Maybe they wanted this. Whatever the case. It is what it is. I, I guess. don't like it. Yeah. Five cream
0: all the way. Uh, at least we have five cream and we don't like we don't have that with Halloween. We have to say Halloween 2018.
1: Yeah, that's true. But this one
0: we have options. Mm-hmm. You know, you can throw that that number in there somewhere and make it sound weird. Unless we call it Halloween. eighteen. Well, we're calling it Halloween 18 now. <laughs> you nailed it. That sounds really uh, good. Early copywritten. Yeah, that sounds yeah.
1: pretty good, man. Not by, the not by uh, Paramount Movie Studios, but yeah. by Eltas. Um, the uh there's a, a part where Re- uh, Richie, not Richie, Richie gets the classic forearm slash that you mentioned uh-huh, earlier. Indeed. It's like a as I've been going through and watching these scream movies leading up to this final one to this point. I've been making, like, a little mental checklist of, like, you know, sometimes they introduce something in later movies that continues to get brought back, like the Mm. forearm slash, which was uh, in Scream 2 and uh, rolls through into this movie as well. And I'm like, oh, so this is, like, the boyfriend whom I thought was the killer, Mm. but... Ended up not being the killer. So maybe this is the same thing, except it is. It is true this time. It's fun, and they play with those mm-hmm. expectations, yeah. Yeah. Within the movie
0: and for us as the audience of that movie.
1: There's something about these movies where the, the writing is like, we're going to fake you out at every possible opportunity. Right. You won't know which way is up. So my brain just shuts off. I'm like, you just tell me. That's what's fun about it, though. Mm-hmm. I don't,
0: I'm don't. i definitely thinking about who the killer is, but it's not my goal. And it usually isn't yeah. with any kind of mystery thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I could figure it out, it's cool. But I usually feel like, for me, it meant I was, I was bored enough of the actual story to start mm-hmm. thinking about it too much and then maybe figure it out. And maybe it's also too easy if yeah. I figured it out. I like to let it kind of wash over me as a story and be told. And I, I was thinking about this when we were watching it the other day. I was like, I don't even, even though it was like just a few months ago, I watched this for the first time. I don't remember who I thought was the killer at any moment. Like, I don't remember. I mean, I suspected everybody at some point, basically. Sure. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, uh, so yeah, the they get attacked in the hospital. This is when mm-hmm. uh, Dewey comes to save the day. But um, yes. My first note with that was I love that they have a they tap the neck and there's like a red light that starts the voice voice changer, and mm-hmm. they've always had that issue that it's usually like a little box they carry around. And how would they do that in real life and not? Yeah, they like, like hold that in front of their right. their faces or whatever. And sometimes the, the ghost face will do that. Like Mickey does that before it takes off his mask, I think, and stuff. But <laughs> but it's like. Uh, and this one it's, I like that they like they're like no we're going to have it like incorporated into the mask now. I thought that was mm-hmm. like such a cool detail that it's been a complaint of mine for years like how would this really work? And now I'm like, oh they built it in. Sweet. Sweet. Mm-hmm. sewed it in the suit, you know.
1: You don't even have to worry about don't it. Don't have to you know? worry about it. So I love that. Uh, it would be funny if in like Scream 2 or whatever they had a Kevin McAllister talk boy that they like Dude. that they utilized like it was very time consuming. They Dude. would have to like record into it and then play it back <laughs> yeah. at a lower speed or whatever. <laughs>
0: And they do it, like, quietly so they can't hear the regular voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amazing. So this uh, obviously leads into, you know, Dewey, um, mm-hmm. the unfortunate death scene. He's been stabbed in almost every movie he's been in in the series. Yeah. And uh, he finally goes out with a bang. He really
1: does. Like, and, and I thought they were going to get away without much incident. And then he holds the elevator door open. Oh. And I'm like, oh, Dewey? Not Not good. Mm-mm. Mountain Dewey. what are we doing here? Yep. And so he walks back, uh, and uh, Gail calls him. He gets distracted, and then Ghostface pops back up. They were wearing a vest the whole time. Oh, my God. They always are. Yeah. You and gotta shoot them in the there, head. There was a big twist for, actually, a couple of uh, weapons twists to Ghostface this go-round, which is, uh, the first of two is, Ghostface has two knives oh this yeah time. oh it's he so... just stabbed in the front and then the back and then it's it seems like they were like trying to like just cut, cut him, him in, in half, half? Yeah. vertically and it the was... sound effects that's what i was talking about the sound effects for that oh yeah it's so bad there's a specific color of blood that looks like the most realistic to me and it's the the blood color they use in this movie you know sometimes it's too red sometimes yeah. it's too black this is like the they perfect. about it yeah kind of um crimson yeah like maroonish yeah. color like there's a gradient to it that that really pops and this looks very realistic to me and uh yeah yeah
0: there's a spot where it's either he spits out blood mm-hmm. like he's forced to or where it just spills out of him maybe as they're cutting and it splashes on the floor and it's that dark color and it's yeah disgusting
1: looking Still And I have, you, I have to tell you something, i have uh... <laughs> It wasn't because of me, but <laughs> I did. going to be? I did. <laughs> <laughs> this just clicked in my brain where uh, I, I went to uh, my family's house yesterday for a little gathering. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a child there and they were playing outside and the, the parent brought them in because they got hurt. They like tripped on something, cut up their knee and there was like blood. And in my head, <laughs> briefly, I was like. The blood looks fake. Ficker. I'm faking it. Oh, it's my like, God. They got blood capsules or whatever. Right. They look like up. such a, a true bright color of red. I was like, this is fake. It's, that's, then, but I was like, oh, this It's because you're little this kid. Is, this, is how poor, this is how bad my brain is getting <laughs> where it's starting to confuse reality and not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I it was love just like you this, saw that in Scream and you're like, that's real. And you saw it real. in real life and you're like, that's uh-huh. fake. <laughs> They they actually killed David Arquette for this movie. They did it. You can look it up. He's dedicated to his craft. He said. He's a. He's definitely dead.
0: <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. I wish you would have shouted like Faker at your family's thing. Never this never to be invited back. It's a phony. <laughs> um. So uh, I know I, I, I told you I wanted to leave here uh, at a few minutes, whatever, but I'm going to mm-hmm. try to blow through some of these notes because I sure. apparently just wrote down everything. I was so excited about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, City tries to talk to Sam, but they actually try to leave Woodsboro, which is they're trying to do something different, uh, which is cool. And then they end up having to stop at the house, though, of her friend Amber to get her spare inhaler for, for mm-hmm. her, her sister Tara. So uh, they go there, and there happened to be a party for, for Wes. They're doing like a little get-together. Because their friend died, and they have a party always at the end of these movies. But um, it's awesome. I it's at Stu's old house. Is kind of yeah. revealed. It was revealed in the trailers and the posters a little bit too. Though um, I saw some mm-hmm. people online being like, "Man, I, that would have been so fucking great if that was just found out in the movie." Like mm-hmm. you, it's all in close ups. You don't really notice, and like, unless you're like a big fan, and you're like that staircase looks familiar. That kitchen looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it like reveals back. But it was still cool either way. I didn't, it didn't really bother me that that I knew it was there, but. Um, I like the kind of going back to the original aspects of this movie and that house is so iconic in my head. It was really cool to see it again. Um, so mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that. I like that they end up like I in Scream 4. They talk about how in the remake they have to like subvert audiences and they think it's going to end at the party, but it's not. It's going to end at the small after party. And in this one, they're like, no, it's going to end at a fucking party. Like I like that. They really mm-hmm. go for it again. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's what I'm kind of looking for. Like the nostalgia
1: mixed with something new. So
0: mm-hmm. um, I thought I, it
1: was really cool. I like that. I do like when she gets that phone call and they say, oh, you're in Stu Mocker's house. And then there's that like shot of her like yeah. standing in the doorway and it like shows the exterior of the house as it pans out. And it's like the DP director of photography is like now Dutch, the angle. Yeah. Dutch, <laughs> Dutch, Dutch,
2: <laughs> Dutch, <laughs> Dutch, hold.
1: <laughs> you a really good DP, man. You know? Yeah. That's what I do. Dutch, Dutch, goose like
0: yeah and it's it's cool though that would have been a cool reveal that was the first mm-hmm. reveal of that shot yeah because it's yeah. uh it's pretty different looking but um yeah and so they're all there you know they're having the party um I love the the guy twin um his girlfriend's finally wanting to have sex with him and he's just like yeah, I do. I like love that, he was that. I love that. He turns like, her down for it. I know. like, I
1: don't know that you're not.
0: the killer. Yeah, I'm not thinking you are. But I'm like 90 yeah. percent. But like that 10 percent. I just think it's safer. I love that. He's the one that like initiates that, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I did kind of think that his girlfriend was the killer. Uh, probably out of that- sketch sketch. Yeah, out of, out of that friend group the most, yeah. because it was like, her makeup is too crazy. <laughs> probably like, pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this. Pink hair? Yeah. In this day and age? In this economy? <laughs> can you can even afford hair dye gas prices? Oh, my God. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, um, she she
0: definitely seems suspicious for a while. Yeah. Um, and then whenever she, like, disappears and he goes to look for her, and he gets attacked, and then she comes back later and is like, I never saw him. It's like, I really did suspect her for a little bit, I feel. Mm-hmm. um his attack too is one of those ones that chase him down and it's so fast they stab him so yeah. fast mm-hmm. and it just looks like even this big jock like he can't get away from it yeah you know mm-hmm. it's just if you have a knife like that oh
1: it could be he- over so quickly He dies. You see him like in the grass as he sees a headlights approach or whatever. I was like, man, this grass looks astroturf as fuck. And like, (laughs) this grass looks fake. (laughs) It does, yeah. And especially like the last shot of the movie as we're craning away from the house. I was like, man, this looks like a set. Like this house was built on a set or whatever. And it was a set. Yeah. So you called that, yeah. It it, it looked pretty fake to me, but like, you know, whatever. Don't make it worse. I enjoyed the rest of the movie. I'm not going to fault it on that. I can give you that.
0: Yeah. It was cool to see the behind the scenes things of Mm -hmm. it you know, that house sort of, and I wondered why they didn't oh, just right. film it there, at least the exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's a real house, so you could go there again. But, um, mm-hmm. I guess they were like, you know, we can build it all and it's, it'll be fine. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny that I didn't really notice the, the fake have <laughs> to pay
1: attention. To if you look in the background, master chief is just <laughs> <vaguely> walking through, <laughs> through the distance. <laughs> um, uh, the the other note I wanted to say is that uh, the other weapon that Ghostface uses via Amber. Oh. Uh, so this is when she's like maskless, but uh, she uses a gun. She yeah. like shoots that one girl uh, Straight in, in the, the face, face the, the girlfriend, and then um, she's got the gun pointed at Gale and oh uh, she yeah she shoots Gale as yeah, a matter she of fact. Yeah, shoots Gale in the stomach, yeah. Uh, and then um, yeah, and <laughs> then she gets hit in the face with hand sanitizer and oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> becomes instantly flammable from what oh, I can yeah. tell. Uh, I had no idea that hand sanitizer could do that. I mean, but. it's like pure alcohol. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. You go into a party, you better be a hand sanitizer there, dude.
0: Yeah. Um, mm. They have so that's some of the stuff I thought was cheesy with Gail and Sydney. Like they're like Gail gets shot in the stomach and she's like, do it for Dewey. And like, oh, yeah. it's, it's a little too over the top for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm so into those characters that i also like, don't care that much. But, um, yeah. and then at that scene, like they fight with her and stuff. And then that's when they, they explain the plan. Like, you also get revealed because uh, Sam gets stabbed um, after after she shoots the friend. Whatever they all kind of scatter for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but then the Sam gets the gun eventually from Amber, and then her boyfriend Jack Quaid stabs her. Richie mm-hmm. stabs her, and he's revealed to be the second killer. Um, and then when they're they're like in the kitchen, they were re- revealing their plan about how they're gonna blame everybody and blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. it's like you know it's not gonna work out. Um, and then when they fight, like Sydney, like. Gail's on the ground And the chick is almost dead And Sydney's like Like Gail's like You can do it And she's like No It's your privilege Or something like that And mm-hmm. hands the like, It's like uh, So slow I was like This girl would have Gotten the gun for you guys By now <laughs> yeah. um, It should be like A faster fight But uh, it's kind of uh-huh. silly Like And they talk about her Like Being lit up or something Or being I don't know Oh, Passing the Torch. Catching the Torch, yeah. Yeah. And then she gets lit up in flames, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little much for me sometimes. Yeah. That's That makes me think of the sequels a lot and how the original was a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anybody would have been lit on fire. No no buildings exploded in that original one, you know? But, yeah. Uh, but it was fun um,
1: to see her get her cup up. It's that way, sort of. Yeah. So, I think so. Um, and then... Uh, uh, let's see here. Um, at the very end, Sam goes ham and just stabs Richie so many fucking yes! times. I forgot it one. was that many times. That was insane. That she used her like uh, inbred, not inbred, but like inbred, you <laughs> know, her 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. serial killer yeah. skills or whatever yeah. to really like go to town on his fucking ass. And he's stabbed so many times. And he's just screaming the whole time. Yeah. I love it. Cause he, I'm just like, fuck those guys. Mm -hmm. Like any of these people that do this to other people.
0: I love Mm -hmm. that. She's so scared the whole time of being a serial killer. Like some, some lineage is going to be in her to do this. And it's like, that has nothing to do with it. Your dad was, was angry and crazy for a different reason. And like, you don't have those reasons. You're not going to be that way. But then when, when given the opportunity to protect herself and her friends and family, she goes fucking full on. And it's amazing. Like she's my favorite my favorite kill of the movie probably is that one. Like, her turn the tables and it's so brutal and nasty and like, he's like, he says something at the end like, he's still talking and he's like, don't stab me anymore or whatever and she Mm -hmm. like, slices his throat
1: Mm -hmm. and it's just all gnarly, man. I fucking love her. There's that shot of it's, it's like has her back as she's like sitting on Richie, stabbing him like over and over again. And you see like every time she r- brings her hand up to stab him again, like the blood yes. flies up and whatnot. It's just so so, so visceral. visceral and yeah. um, uh, realistic for this type of mo- like maybe the most realistic type of killing we've seen in, yeah. in a, a screen movie. Yeah. And I think it's it's a lot more horrific to me to see that yeah.
0: speed at which you could just be demolished. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like they, especially like the the guy, the twin that gets stabbed out in the grass, the fake grass, they stab him like in the back <laughs> and then immediately stab him in the stomach and like yeah. a bunch of times. And I, I kept like adding up in my head, like, oh my God, so you'd be hurt here and then you'd be hurt here. And like, that's like a bunch of stuff being all cut up mm-hmm. together. Like it, would, you would ruin someone so fast. And the yeah. way that she does it to Richie after all that shit they went through or whatever uh, is fucking gnarly. And then like yeah. Gail and Sydney walk in and they're like, they'll always pop up. And she so mm-hmm. quickly shoots him like twice in the chest and once like sort of in the throat up to the head or somewhere like the brains yeah, the crazy. brains splatter out but it's not like his face she just does it so quick it all is just like very I don't know she's just a badass she wipes yeah. the fucking knife clean with her hands like, like Ghostface usually does oh fucking love that
1: oh so I didn't even details. catch that
0: oh yeah that's awesome. right if she st- like slices his throat mm-hmm. she like leans up and just cleans it off with her bare hands oh
2: I've
0: and never then it's been so turned on by blood <laughs> being wiped away from a knife <laughs>
1: And then, of course, uh, Amber comes screeching in from the kitchen. Uh, She's just half burnt and they just cap her at Or uh, Tara. Tara shoots her down. Tara does. Yeah. Shows up out of nowhere like that. Yeah. Killing her friend. Bitch, get out of here.
0: Yeah. Damn. So sexy. Yeah. And then um, (laughs) I don't know why. I just like it. Um, uh, Oh, yeah. And then she says, I still prefer the Babadook. Uh, I wrote that down specifically because I hate the Babadook. Um, really? Okay. Uh, have you ever
1: seen it? No. No, no? I, I okay. want to, but now I'm, maybe not. It's, some people really love it. It For me, it's, it's. she talks about it, it's like a a, a
0: thing of like motherhood and grief, you know? And, and I'm like, I get that. I, it, it's like one of those movies that has a lot of metaphors in it, and then I didn't understand them. And then when I did understand them, I was like, I don't like them. And mm-hmm. it plays with a lot of themes, but the main part is that it's basically about this mom and her little kid being terrorized by this creature and uh, the storybook that they read and then the kid is fucking annoying the whole movie though. He's like screaming basically the entire time he's on screen and that plays into like the themes of the movie. But it's like I, I physically I'm a wreck watching it listening to this fucking kid the whole yeah. time just screaming. And so to, yeah when she mentions it a few times like her favorite movie or whatever and she likes mm-hmm. to like you know hereditary and the witch and stuff. I was like, yeah, I can give those a pass. But the Babadook for me, I've always been like, fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes sense her era and stuff and what she's into that she would like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I've never seen that movie. Uh, I have seen a movie um, related to that. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, it was about uh, sheep pooping. Really? It was, yeah, it was called Babadookie. <laughs> I have never heard of that one. Uh huh. Is it a, yeah. a Pixar movie? Uh, no, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. That makes mm-hmm. more sense. Yeah, it's, it's hit and miss. You really just flip of a coin as to whether or not it's going to be good. Yeah. But I should check it out. Uh, I got to say, it's not bad.
0: <laughs> uh, this is my last note on here. Uh, uh-huh. You know, they, they they ride off into the sunrise in the ambulance. kind of like reminiscent of the end of the first screen. There's a... Yeah a woman a reporter like gail reporting on the scene um kind of leading us out and then uh but it was really sweet because then it goes to the credits and it first starts off with a dedication for wes so yeah um, i think they did a really good job of honoring his legacy in this movie and like i know that sydney like Neff campbell said that she wouldn't have been back if they were going to honor it and she didn't like the script and what you know wes had come before you know and done before um, like rebooting, like retconning some of the the stuff, like bringing Randy back, like they would have never done because Wes didn't do that, you know. Yeah. Uh, even though I would have liked that, like I like how they move forward with it, and uh, I'm super excited for the sequel of this too. I, mm-hmm. I think they've said they have some interesting ideas of where they could take this, and I feel like this kind of like Force Awakens or, or Halloween, like they they kind of it does feel like the old movie like a remake, but also the new mm-hmm. movie, and then the second one you see what happens and we got Halloween kills out of that which I fucking love yeah and so I'm really excited to see how they ratchet up and they like go in a different direction with the new scream six so mm-hmm.
1: yeah should be good um, the the only other note I had outside of the the end credits which is uh, something I have to show you is that <laughs> I like Sam and Tara as sisters I think they're great mm-hmm. uh, I really like the relationship and I hope that moves forward into yeah. whatever the hell scream six is called Uh, that's it Uh, On the end credits, like you said, after uh, the thing that says for West," it has actual like pictures of the cast as it goes through them. And as you get further into the cast, they start doubling up on the people or whatever. I laugh so hard, Stephen, (laughs) because at a certain point, they're like getting to the the two people or whatever. And they've got one uh, that is a picture of Reggie. His name is Reggie Conquest. He's a a cop that's there in town, works with Judy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Then the other one. Is Roger L Jackson, who is the voice, voice of, of Ghostface, yeah. uh-huh. but this is the photo they've got of him, which is just a picture of <laughs> Ghostface. As if that's what this guy looks like. He's just dressed as
0: Ghostface the entire time. That's funny because there are pictures of him online. You can find him, but you
1: can just like find him. But I guess because he doesn't appear on screen or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. But I feel like they could have like shown a uh, a, a close up of Ghostface touching their yeah. like. Throat button or whatever. They should have made but, his move and his like he touches that and pulls up the mask and he's like, "Aha,
0: it's me." You know, yeah. like I don't know. That's funny. Like they're like, "We're not going to put your picture up, Roger. We're not uh-huh. doing it."
1: No, you will Never are in this movie. <laughs> I also tried to to see onto like actual like scrolled credits who like portrayed Ghostface as like oh, on yeah. screen or uh-huh. whatever. Like in the um, costume, and they didn't really have that. They didn't.
0: They, they never have, really like, talk about, about that. It's just like generic stunt person. That's crazy. Like, yeah, they never really mentioned because it's always interesting. I always wonder, like, if and when any of the actors were actually in those scenes, like, did they do any part of that? Or is it always just a stunt person? You know, Um, Mm -hmm. it'd be fascinating to to find that out, too, because it's like it's always the same kind of size and shape. It's the same way that like the voice is always the same, even though it's always a new person. Like, it's like, I don't care. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But it's I'm curious, though. And they're obviously a big part of the movie, you know? Yeah. Like, not everybody can take those pratfalls. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta be able Named to do after it a way. Actor
1: Chris Pratt. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. So it's a new word. It's a newer word. People mm. have never heard of it until he came on the scene. Chris Chris Falls. Chris Falls. Yeah, that's Chris a, Falls. that's what they used to say. Yeah, they they actually mm. used to call them Christ Falls when you would fall out with your arms <laughs> spread wide. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of that. Uh-huh. I've heard of that. I feel um, like I'm gonna get penalized by a big podcast yeah. for keep uh, for all the blasts. My man, but, you know. Hey, you know. You never know. You never know. You know. Um, all right. So,
0: final thoughts about this movie, man. I'm curious of what you thought, especially that you've actually seen the movie and heard. Yes, it. Yes,
1: I've seen it now. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, but I I enjoyed it overall. Uh, this is one of the better efforts for me mm-hmm. on the screen movies. Uh, out of the... Uh, I think it was we were rating one to five. Yeah. Uh, Ghostface masks. I'm going to give this one... Um, I'm going to give it a, a four. Just as a, mm-hmm. a whole number. Just because that first Scream movie uh, is just so well done. Uh, it sets up all the tropes. Yeah. This one follows through with it. All on its own, right? A, uh, you know what? I'll go four and a half. Because oh, I do like this better than uh, Scream 4. I was going to say, what else? Do you remember your other ratings? I don't remember exactly what ours were. Uh, I think uh, Scream 1 was five... Two and four were both four. Scream 3 was a three, and this one I'm giving a four and a half. So you like this one uh, the best of the sequels? Yes. But
0: just a little bit. You still like two and, and four a lot, basically. Yeah, yeah, right mm-hmm. on. Yeah, um, yeah I'm kind of the same way. Like, I also gave Scream five Ghostface masks, the, the original movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think I gave two, like a four or four and a half, maybe. Um, three, I think I also gave like a three this time. Uh, nostalgia still weighs for me there, but it's it's not yeah. that great. Um four has been growing on me a lot more. Even like the I watched it like the next day after we recorded that. I liked it way more than I did the entire time that I was talking about it on the record. Um mm-hmm. so it really goes back and forth. But this one, um, I really thought they nailed it. Um there's a few issues I have with it, but for the most part, I think that they really had something to say and they the ghost space and the kills alone were like so fucking good. Um mm-hmm. so I think also for me this one is probably I don't know. It's like, it ranks up there with Scream 2 to me. So I'm going to say four, four and a half, whatever I'd rated Scream 2. Um, it's okay. not as good as the original Scream, but I like what they went with this one. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they all did a great job. Actors, writers, directors, all of that. We're in agreement. Yeah, man. See, yeah. that's good. Right. I, I didn't know, you know, what you'd really think. I was, I was kind of surprised with my brother Danny that he liked it as much as he did, it seemed, um, from his voicemail. Because mm-hmm. like I said, he wasn't into it at all after four. He didn't care about them, but... I'm glad he gave it a shot because I was like, dude, it's it's a lot better than you think. Like mm-hmm. uh, they really did a much better job than I think they've done in, in many years. Mm-hmm. And um, it just had a lot of cool shit in it. So, yeah, it I really did. Yeah. It.
1: I like the cinematography. I like the story. Yeah. I like the motivation of the the killers. Yeah. Um, I Solid. do like the meta commentary. Uh, the, the only reason I'm deducting half a point is because they didn't properly glue down the AstroTurf. So that's true. Yeah. And there was no, um,
0: you know, what I wanted really bad were like some head monitor, some head cameras. No one had a head camera on this <sighs> at
1: all. You know what? I couldn't put my finger on it. Exactly. But yes, that's exactly what it is. It detracts from a little bit. You have these smartphones, they have cameras on them. No one licked the back of it like a playing card and stuck it to their forehead. Like we, we all to. do? We all do that. If you're at a party, you lick the back of your phone,
0: <laughs> stick it to your forehead. That way you get the full experience. Exactly. Everybody at home does. So, besides, besides that, that one thing. Posterity. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I, I really liked it. So it's great. Um, yeah, man, that's exciting. So that that ends our Scream March, man. Uh, wow, we did it. I and I heard next March, like thirty first, is when they. I think that's what it was that uh, you had said that the release date has been set for Scream Six. So yeah, if they stick with that, we can do Scream March again next year, but just oh briefly. God. Yeah, um, as we do the uh, the new movie. So. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pumped that they're doing it kind of like the scream and scream two way. Like it's coming out Mm -hmm. with like just barely a year and just like kind of rushed to production. I don't know why, but I feel like really good things about it. I I feel like this movie was so good and I'm like, I trust these people Mm -hmm. and I'm so glad and I'm, I'm like, are they going to call it scream two? Like, but with the Roman
1: numerals, (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. Uh So I'm, I'm super pumped for it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm sure I will criticize it. No matter what they call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did you want to announce anything for next week? Um, I think we're just going to do a pop culture catch up next week. And then uh, you and I have discussed some stuff off air about uh, our plans for uh, later in April. But um, yeah, Yeah, next Tuesday. Check out our, uh, our episode where we just catch up on some pop culture, because you and I have got a backlog, and we need to flush this shit out of That's our right. guts. That's right. Yeah. Need to get rid of
0: it. We've done too much Scream stuff. Didn't mm-hmm. want to talk about other things. We got a lot mm-hmm. backed up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'd be a good time, though, because it's sometimes fun just to do that. Hang out. And I
1: thought, I thought there was something else. Um, I thought there was something going on f- on Friday. I can't remember. Hmm. No, maybe not. Um, anyway. But we'll we've see. got some uh, some stuff later this month, uh, Excellent. so we'll we'll announce that week to week as we get there, as a, just in case plans change or whatever. But That's true. Yeah, we got some fun stuff planned.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I like that we've been mm-hmm. actually coming up with things to, to talk about, mm-hmm. like not next week, of course. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we're not going to do like a whole month of pop culture catchups. You know, it's like we got other yeah. cool stuff. So yeah, we did a whole year of that. It's called
1: 2020. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you've heard of it.
0: Well, uh, as always, if you'd like to rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps, we'd appreciate that. Five stars is always appreciated. You can also contact us. All of the info is in the show notes as usual. And uh, we'd love to know what you guys think of Scream. If you want to, you know, shout us out on on online. Our, our friend Rachel uh, had, yeah. had on Instagram. She had given her ratings through uh, Scream's one through four totally respectable um i liked her choices and stuff makes sense she likes the ones the the good ones you know kind okay, of thing um, yeah. but yeah it was super fun to hear that i would love to hear more people's uh just kind of their rankings and stuff so and their experiences whatever so yeah i certainly love this series i was really glad to be able to discuss it with you brent
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to discuss one of your favorite franchises. And uh, I'm glad that we got some new listeners uh, that are quickly going to go away. Oh, yeah. Next episode. Including my wife. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Right. (laughs) Love Um, you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, we appreciate people listening and uh, having fun with us as we discuss these fantastic movies. Absolutely, man. A whole lot of fun. A whole lot of good fun this month. So yeah. Uh, definitely come back
0: next week for our pop culture catch up episode and then uh, some more fun stuff to follow but uh, man I'm really glad we got to watch these screen movies it was a blast Uh, yeah it was a good time so until next time I'm Steven I'm Brent and let's talk later
1: They'll ever have a fat ghost face. <laughs> <laughs> I like that way. They tried to be more inclusive with the cast this time. but I'm just saying. They did a good job. They could go, I do they like it better. The, the two new lead females are both of Mexican descent. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, we just have a more diverse cast. The twins are both African American, like yeah. maybe mixed race or whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm happy for that. But body types. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get in there, you know? I I want I want diversity. I want I want
0: bigger. I want blacker. I want Big Mama. Mm. <laughs> I want Big Mama to be the killer.
1: Martin Lawrence is Big Mama <laughs> as Ghostface. <laughs> it's weird that they have never had Ghostface Killer of the Wu Tang Clan Ugh. as a cameo. In, Just once in Scream. You
0: they, brought, know? they brought in Jay and
1: Bob, but yeah. Come on, man! Wild. Can't you can't that. bring in Ghostface Killer. Come what on. Ridiculous. Of these kids doing you know i know that's crazy i wish i had something else funny to say i know I was this is this the funniest way to uh, end the show i guess so we started off pretty funny talking about death unfortunately <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Oops. we're going we're whimpering out <laughs> run out of you know we record this log. it's fine the it's brain fine. just it's, it's just farts look listener you still have half an hour of <laughs> outtakes to listen to so we'll do better yeah that's so good. It's we'll really talk good to you then. next week <laughs> Please fucking God record. <laughs> hey, it's working on my end. It's I can working see the little on sound my break. end. Okay. All right. We finally got there. For the listener, we just tried twice to record. Steven had computer issues. Mm-hmm. Then I had computer issues. Yep. And now here we are making mediocre podcasts for you. Oh, man. And everything we just said was fucking gold. It was so funny. We were laughing so hard. Not now, recorded for posterity. Not at all. Not for no. you. Not for me.
0: Uh-uh. Bye-bye. Nope. bye Bye-bye. It's going to get great from here, though, man. Like, that was it's, certainly a warm-up, right?
1: It, it certainly was. I mean, and as people it's have funny. heard for the past two-hour conversation, you know, how oh, yeah. it takes, they were just, they were rolling. Yep. They Fred Durst said it best himself,
0: you know? The Hayton. No. No, is that,
1: that's not Fred? <laughs> I thought that's where you were going, no? That's Chameleon Air. Uh, yeah, but he also would wear a backwards baseball cap, so yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes I'm, I'm hip with the hip hop. You know, it's, sometimes I'm not. I think the problem is, and people have said this to you before when we've been out and about together at places. Mm. People will walk up to you and be like, um, you're too hood. Yeah. And I It's get like, God damn. It's like it follows me around. Mm-hmm. I know we went tuxedo shopping that one time yeah. and they were like, uh, excuse me, sir, you're too hood for here. And I thought that was interesting because Mm -hmm. I was wearing a hoodie.
0: Yeah. And I thought, I thought that's what they meant. And they're like, Mm -hmm. no hoodies in the store. Yeah. So I was fine with it at the time. But then you told me later, you like filled me in and you were like, no, man, that was, that was
1: prejudiced. It was. Yeah. It's, um, it doesn't happen to white people too often, but I I wasn't used to it. It, it did happen that one time. And then it happened a second time when we went to go get circumcisions and they were like, sir, you're too hood. (laughs)
0: Well, that was just because they they literally said they'd never seen that much and that they couldn't operate on it.
1: Uh huh. Yeah,
0: and that's, the, I accepted that one too. I thought that
1: was fine. I believe the description they used was it was if someone had unfurled several rolls of Saran wrap. And yes, it was like yeah, you want to protect your equipment, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, mine's clear. Yeah. I, again, it's a white people problem, but it is something <laughs> like the, the skin gets real thin. You know. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of places that there'd be like hoods or hoodies mm-hmm.
0: that would be associated with that. But well, I, I'm just, I haven't been prejudiced about it so many places, I guess.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. This was not you, but there was... Uh, Only one other time in history where someone was like, you're too hood, and that was at a clan rally.
0: And Uh that certainly was not me. That was not you. No, you would never. That you already clarified
1: that, but I just also want to clarify that.
0: (laughs) Yes. certainly wasn't me.
1: No, you're one of the good ones.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) I just got a
1: long
0: penis that's mostly hood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know your life. Like, you you may have had that uh, taken care of. Maybe you did it yourself, you know? You're you're a handy man. I feel like <laughs> <Yeah>. you, <know. laughs> you can install, uh, you know,
0: a fan or a light. You could probably do that. You probably get yeah. self circumcised.
1: It'll be, fine. It'll be fine. fine. I mean, you you own a pizza cutter, right? <laughs> so it's gotten really gross now. I'm yeah, like I mean, sweating. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew, well, I don't know yeah. about this. Again, enjoy your breakfast.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, so. uh, speaking of breakfast, mm-hmm. spicy chicken sandwiches.
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Can well, you breakfast? imagine? Oh, my God. so good. That's what, what the that John on, Lennon song was about. On a biscuit? What? Can you imagine? That's what his song was about?
0: Mm-hmm. Spicy mm-hmm. chicken for breakfast?
1: Imagine there's <laughs> a spicy chicken sandwich for breakfast. Yeah.
0: Man, I don't think that you have a
1: John Lennon in your back pocket, but damn, if you just came out with one thank you you know there was a, i think uh watching that beatles documentary really just like oh, helped you out yeah it got me jazzed on like each of their individual like tonalities or whatever it yeah, you know? was good man mm-hmm. i i don't I, what i'm saying is i don't think you practiced that in the mirror for hours but man it was like you
0: practiced it in the mirrors for hours that's mm-hmm. great yeah thank you john lennon everybody <laughs> married to yoko she sounds the same.
1: <laughs> <Weird>. Oh, Yoko! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a prompt to do her. I don't Dude, know. I just have you ever heard her music, where she I just like wails really or whatever? Oh, oh my yeah. god! In that, I, I've heard some uh, a clip of her music uh, before on the radio where they were making fun of it or whatever. And it, it's it deserves to be mocked because oh, yeah. her, it's it's just wild and bad but there's a portion of that beatles documentary where the beatles are just like jamming around and s- someone gave her a microphone probably john it was like just start Ooh. wailing into this and she does and it's bad <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> it fucking sucks man i really got to watch that thing man. it looks really good it is it's, it's very interesting i am yeah. glad i watched
0: it yeah, yeah. right on mm-hmm. sounds cool Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway i brought up so as people might, I might even apologize in the beginning of the actual episode, but I have horrible allergies right now. The The oak tree pollen is everywhere in Houston, so mm. it has been a, a doozy of a weekend trying to get through that.
1: I'm on so much allergy medicine right now, so things might get a little loopy. I, I told Stephen off air before we started recording that I loved... Allergy <laughs> medicated Steven Because he was cracking my ass up He was going off, King It's doing something to me Yeah, it was good it I was, was getting good. The, the Brent jokes The dad oh, jokes yeah. in yeah, I there. know I they, were just, they were just popping, man I know, you were saying them to me I was like, hmm us like, so well, what that feels like Okay, <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I don't like this. it <laughs> Well, so I've had these bad
0: allergies and the, the medicine is helping, but it's like, you know, I just take as much as I can and then uh, hope for the best take a nap mm-hmm. whenever it hits me really hard and all that sure. sort of stuff. But um, yesterday I was really excited to uh, uh, to face the day and then I woke up to these bad allergies and so I kind of was like sweetly like to my wife, like, hey, I could really use a chicken sandwich
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I figured... The spicy chicken sandwich, the way I presented it, is I said, mm-hmm. it will clear my allergies. Mm-hmm. So she very kindly went and got us one and it did clear my allergies and I was very excited. And then the second I stopped eating it, they all rushed back. And I was like, oh, God damn yeah. it. I mm-hmm. can't just eat chicken sandwiches all day long. I mean I, I mean, would. Yeah. But like I don't know. That's a lot of toilet time too, I feel. You have to <laughs> you just have to keep the flow going. Yeah. You know, there's not enough space. But Uh, So I use their app all the time at the Wendy's, the Wendy's app. And they had a deal. If you buy one spicy chicken sandwich, you get another one for a dollar. And so I was like, I get another one for later. I can clear more allergies. It's a medicine Mm. thing, guys. Yeah. And then I got so tired after the meal and my so much allergy medicine that I was like, I got to take a nap. And I did not realize until I woke up and got up and around and into the kitchen like hours later that I had left that chicken sandwich on the counter and it had gotten really gross. And sad, oh, yeah, and then I was really sad, and I was still sniffly, couldn't get rid of them, didn't have a chicken sandwich to to, to push it oh, through, you know,
1: yeah, mm. and I
0: just wanted to know, like, have you ever thought that spicy chicken sandwiches were the best
1: allergy medicine? Have you ever tried that, and well, have you ever gotten sad that you left one on the counter? i well, I've never been in that situation. Uh, I've <sighs> only ingested them immediately, upon, oh yeah, <laughs> on like line of sight. Uh huh. There's no there's no saving it. If you mm-hmm. got if you had gotten two, would you just eat two? Uh, I probably would have saved the the other one for later. Um, if I would have left it out, though, I'd be like, okay, like wh- what was the the time duration well, uh, I, that it was left out?
0: I'm a little hesitant to say because it sounds like I napped for a bunch of hours, and I didn't mm-hmm. really. It's just that it had been out while we were eating, blah blah blah. So it was like from noon to six.
1: That is an
0: extended amount of time. I do uh, so ever since I was mm-hmm. in the restaurant biz. I don't do anything that's been sitting out over four hours because that's when they're like that's when the bacteria is really
1: set in. Oh, interesting! So I thought I that was the healthiest can't. way to eat chicken is to to get it rare and then have oh, it yeah. just sit out yeah. on the counter, just open, exposed to air. <laughs> just, I do love a good rare chicken. Don't oh, get me wrong, it's so good. guys. If you're not <laughs> getting not on your the chicken counter. rare, oh my god, what are you even it's doing? So,
0: it's so much more tender.
1: If you go to a restaurant, especially if it's fine dining, and you're like, I'll have the the chicken. Parm or whatever, and then uh, the wait staff doesn't ask you if you yeah. want it rare. Please demand it. Yeah, shout it if you have to. Yeah, because it's your right. It is your. Oh my god! Please don't let them take your right <laughs> to <laughs> to dysentery away from you. I love too the chicken par because in my head
0: it's like it's like fried, and I'm like. Yeah, I want you to barely even dunk that in there. I want that breading to be soggy. <laughs> Damn it, don't even let it get crispy. I want that. I want that chicken
1: rare. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing about the the spicy chicken sandwich though from Wendy's. It's uh the the breading is the spicy part of it. Yeah. Um, so if it were if it were left out for six hours, I wouldn't even bat an eye because you know me, I, I don't like to waste that. food. Yeah. Um, so I would I would probably still eat it though. I would jettison the the bun. And then maybe the the tomato because it would have been like too wilty or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I, I definitely get at that chicken patty. I, I may even scrape off depending on how you know how like like breading if it sits out for a while That's the or thing, whatever. Yeah, it gets it gross. I don't know what the yeah it turns like white in color and looks a little bit Wait, floppy. What? You know, <laughs> yeah, it looks like no, a foreskin of, uh, <laughs> of your best friend. You know. <laughs> It gets a little bit. Um, uh, I don't know. Wh- I don't know what the term for it is, but it, it looks like it's not adhering to the chicken anymore. It's yes. just like ready to like eject itself from reality or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like tree bark that's ready to flake off. Oh wow, what a good description, chicken bark. Yeah. So um, I, I may have to scrape some of that off, but uh, I would definitely like eat the chicken itself because it did sacrifice its life. It, it sacrificed itself as tribute. Gotcha. In your game's terms. Were. Yeah. Let that go. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Uh,
0: I feel bad even for for even telling you, and I'm sorry, but I, I just couldn't do it. Uh, Look, I,
1: I thought it was, it's been too long. Uh, I, I, I can't blame you. That is a long time yeah. to go. Uh, I appreciate that. I don't even, I'm not even mad about it. I'm more um, sorrowful for your. Mm, for my loss. Uh, for your loss. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. You know, it's a, a, a tough day. Um there there's been a lot of loss recently and uh I think you yeah, don't need more. One of the the joys of your life is a Windy Spicy Chicken sandwich. Yeah. And how is it not? You know? Right? It's the perfect fast food item. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I hadn't uh, had it like a month. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it, you know. And then And then mere hours before that, you know? And then you had to get rid of the the next one, you know? I, that was up, up on deck.
0: I just appreciate so much that you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like, you get it. <laughs> and you're allowing me to, to, like, just be sad about yeah. the fact that I had one chicken sandwich, but it didn't get
1: two chicken sandwiches. I know. You know? Uh, I hear there are places on the planet where they don't even get two chicken sandwiches. And I'm like, wow, my heart bleeds, but mainly mm-hmm. for Steven. I don't yeah. know those people, and therefore <laughs> I'm ambivalent to their existence, you know? <laughs> no. Uh, like, they could be NPCs. We don't even know. We, we don't know. We don't know. The Mandela effect is real. You know, oh, man, we have another one the other day. Reality shifting around us, and it's not just our memories are imperfect. Nope. And we forget things. It has to be reality changing around us. You said it, it brother. You know?
0: You hit my point. Storm sure. the capital. Storm the <laughs> capital.
1: <laughs> uh, but to to go back to your question about um, using spicy chicken sandwiches as medicine. Oh, yeah, yeah. For allergies. Well, not medicine in sp- general, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. Uh, Honestly, you can use it for a lot of things. That would be a great prescription, you know. It's kind of great. Like, <laughs> can you uh, imagine? Let's say you go to the doctor for like <laughs> depression or whatever. It's like, uh, here's this uh, prescription of medicine. Let's try this, and also mm, treat yourself. Yeah, Queen or King, you know, go out to uh, to uh, a Wendy's, treat yourself to a spicy chicken, and uh, yeah, just enjoy. You know, could you? I would love. If you went to
0: the doctor one time and the doctor prescribed a spicy chicken sandwich and you just cut your eyes over to your wife and you're like, he said it. How many can I get? (laughs) Write it down. How many do I get? A day.
1: It's medicine. I told you it's medicine all along. Uh Uh-huh. Can you write that I need to have this three times a day? Three times. Breakfast, breakfast, (laughs) lunch, and dinner. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, so I've had that specific thought, but I have thought about like. If I were, I try not to get sick. Uh, I decided I don't like it, so I don't do it anymore. And yeah. uh, five smart year smart about run. That. it got reset last year, and now I'm back on my not getting sick kick. I'm just like, because <sighs> sometimes you like dive back into it, and you're yeah. like, maybe, maybe I like this now. And turns still out not I, fun. Know, I didn't like it. Yeah. Didn't like it. Didn't care I'm with you. Um, so I, um, I've had the thought about like if I were to get sick and get like sinus scenarios come up. Sure. Uh maybe wasabi is the way to go. Oh you know? yeah. I can't I don't think I can do that. Do you ever fuck with wasabi? I've never fucked it, no, but you I never, that sounds like a burn. But that would certainly burn. That would certainly burn. Your pee hole would just <laughs> melt shut. Well I have lots of protection there, but um, <laughs> Oh
0: yeah, this, see? People don't understand. <laughs> it's there for a reason. But um but no, I uh I've tried yeah, I don't fuck with, with uh wasabi. I've done it I've you know, I've had some before. Mm-hmm. That stuff. I mean, I don't even like spicy. That stuff's even like, I don't know, it touches on a part of my tongue and my brain that I like can't even compute Mm -hmm. uh, how awful it feels almost. So Uh, not for me, but
1: for allergy clearing, I can totally imagine sinus clearing. So uh, I've got two things I want to say about this. Um, Let me start with the one that's most related, I guess. Uh, So I was, um, I like wasabi. I like sushi a lot. That's one of my top five foods or whatever. Uh, but it's kind of expensive, so I don't get it a whole lot. But I do like to treat myself every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, There's one time a while back where I took the wasabi and I used my little chopsticks because I can use chopsticks. I'm very proud of it. Wow. Yeah. I if did you not See know me out in the I wild? Hand me a pair of chopsticks. Watch me go to town. Wow. Ask me to pick up anything. Uh, a toddler, a car, whatever. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I can do it. You wouldn't I can say with it with such confidence. You can lift anything with enough leverage <laughs> and some chopsticks. <laughs> um, but... I, I took some uh, wasabi with the chopsticks, put them in my soy sauce, mixed it up, got a a little I'm not uh, a fan of this little circle of sushi, put it in there to absorb, put the whole thing in my mouth using said chopsticks, wow. and was surprised that there hidden behind my chopstick was a hanger on of a dollop of wasabi. Uh oh! It lit my entire body on fire. <laughs> Entire body, (laughs) and that's all it took was a little dollop, just a little bit. It goes a long fucking way. Yeah, it does. There's this meme of uh, somebody who um, drinks McDonald's Sprite, and it shows somebody like sitting down at a booth, and their entire body is like glowing white. (laughs) That's what it felt like (laughs) to me. It's just like like everything in the world around me stopped as I just like had to sit and deal with this scenario. It's kinda (laughs) like when you get a brain freeze. It's like Oh yeah, I can totally see that I'm just like, I can't do anything right now. I can only focus on my brain is just throbbing from this immense pain. And just having to like you can't do anything but wait it out. There's nothing you can do. I know people say you can put your tongue at the roof of your mouth. Sure, that helps in twenty four seconds. Right. I I mean it's just gonna go away in that time, you know? You just have to
0: deal with it. In my head, you're like Roger Rabbit, like holding in the the, the blowing out of your ears, you uh-huh. know, like you're holding it all in your face. You're just getting redder and redder. Were you alone?
1: Yeah. Um, Were you I, with I think my friends? wife was was with me. And uh, luckily she was eating and not like trying to converse with me at that exact moment uh-huh. because I just I could not function. My, <laughs> my synapses <laughs> stopped firing except with trying to keep me alive long enough to survive that That'd intense, intense flavor. Like, wasabi is just, like, it's a lot. It's almost, like, a tactical amount of heat. But it's, I don't even know if you would call it spicy. That's just weird, right?
0: Like, it's kind of spicy, but I wouldn't say it's like other, like, peppers and stuff. I don't
1: really know what makes up wasabi, Mm. I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like, I wouldn't call, like, uh, a shot of whiskey spicy, but it's the same kind of general idea, you know? Yeah, it's got, like, a peppery... Sort yeah of thing. oh yeah it's like if you took some peppermint schnapps and it's just like it, it kind of hits you like in a certain part of your your face you're saying you take a, like a shot of wasabi with with a, a backer a chaser of uh <laughs> yeah. peppermint schnapps
0: yeah, yeah to, to watch it down. it's called yeah. the brent <laughs> this is a new drink everybody get, get on yeah. there <laughs> oh how interesting it's oh, okay japanese horseradish Oh, it's just a plant that uh, it's like horseradish and mustard are included in that family, I guess. But um, look at these little guys. These are fun looking. I didn't know that's what they look like.
1: And of course, the uh, Skype has decided to freeze
0: upon oh, you wanting to
1: show me a thing. Did
0: you ever see it?
1: Nope. Fantastic. <laughs> Still, you just
0: see the freeze?
1: I just see you looking at your iPad. Oh, Interesting. wonderful. Interestingly.
0: Well, I'll describe um, them. They, they look like mm. little fingers. Oh my God! Um, with like uh, dreadlock hair, like that's green from the '90s. You know, like those hats. You know, those hats during the like oh, the, yeah. uh, the 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 Doctor Seuss like top hats. They would like would wear like different colors, oh. uh-huh. and then at the same time, they had like kind of like weird dreadlocky. You know, almost like the the the, the Plastic Man, Dancing Man that they they throw up on the uh, car lots and, and and parties and stuff. Uh, the
1: you know wacky waving inflatable tube man. <laughs> He has a name. <laughs> you said that like trademark. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're like cool. there's an official name and it's five
0: names long. and I will say them all. Damn it.
1: I, I have one at work on my desk. Oh, wow. There mm-hmm. you
0: go. It looks like he would he would have his hair. Oh, fun. The hair of the wasabi. The hair of the wasabi. <laughs> the hair of the wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> i to write that down. They look That's cool, good. though, man. I'm really uh, kind of shocked by this. Uh, it's one of those things I never really looked up because it's not something I eat, you know? Yeah but there you go wow so you would would you put wasabi on a spicy chicken sandwich uh boy oh my that god like, disgusting. A, like a, a,
1: a smear of it yeah <laughs> boy
0: <Shmia>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be an excessive amount of heat but it would hit you in like two different spots you know yeah especially yeah, the way you eat at first yeah, that's, tr- that's true yeah. that's right yeah. Hey, just because there ain't teeth back there, don't mean you can't eat there.
0: That's <laughs> a it's a saying for grandpa's and Brent's butt. Uh
1: huh. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's the crossover. Uh huh. Yeah. There's oh, no teeth, man. but maybe there's gums. Damn I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, look, I'm not looking back I there. can't
0: get a mirror in an
1: angle. I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> um. Uh, Hey, you're back. I can see you. Well,
0: hey, look at that. That, that fancy worked pants, out. Fancy it worked out nicely. Pants. All right.
1: Uh, the, the other thing I wanted to say, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, as it thing. pertains to wasabi, potentially, uh, but not quite, is that I heard this interview once with. Uh, do you know who Andrew W.K. is? Yeah. The musician. Uh-huh. Uh, there's an interview with him where he was talking about, like, um, I think he was straight edge for a while, but then he realized like through his love of, uh, checks notes, partying <laughs> that, uh, he just wanted to accumulate a bunch of life experiences. So he was talking about his tattoos that he got, which are just like kind of straight lines or whatever. He was like, I wonder what it's like to get a tattoo. So he got a tattoo, the straight line. He was mm. like, Oh, well I did that. I got it. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but, um, that works was straight talking, edge, right? Yeah. Straight edge. Straight. Oh my God. It all makes sense. Yeah. Now. I, I'm just saying, yeah, it kind of works. Andrew WK is working on different levels. <laughs> yeah, guys, you don't even know. You think you know what it's like to party hard? Um, this guy has a tattoo of a line. <laughs> 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 but in this interview, he talked about like wanting to do all these different things and try these different drugs. And it's like, OK, I, I kind of get that. But then he was like, and also at, at some point, I want to eat shit. And I was like, wait, wait, hold what? Up. Yeah. And it's not like he was talking to me specifically. Uh-huh. But even I was like, I'm, I'm you're going to need to s- slow down and explain yourself. And he said that. Uh, there was something about, he read something online about how the human mind is wired in such a way that if you were to try to eat shit, your body would just register it as just like immense, uh, heat or something like that. Like it's, it's so, we're so like, that's the wasabi part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the wasabi (laughs) part. So I'm, I'm wondering (laughs) before you had looked it up, I was like, I wonder if wasabi is some type of waste product or whatever. Yeah. Interesting, w- or maybe it's simply just shit. Let's go with It's a delicacy, green. but it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always been, yeah, like whatever. Mm, bear yeah, shit. it's like it's like uh slug nuts or whatever. It's like, oh, you know, like slug nuts. Mm, I guess I'm just too rich. What What are slug nuts? Nuts from a slug, Stephen. Come on, <laughs> like, <"Hey, I'm> <laughs> I was like, is that a real thing? I've heard uh-huh. of like calf rye That's oh. silly. I don't want to eat. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, uh, it's, uh, also, uh, a game you can play when you're, uh, traveling. <laughs> oh, if you see that, yeah. If you see a, a truck <laughs> with truck nuts, you punch your friend on the arm, and they say, slug nuts. Oh, you'll, you know, you're gonna punch him in the dick? Just the arm? No, no, I Does mean. I not mean.
0: You're just trying I mean, I to be guess. like, there are some truck nuts. Yeah. And I beat you to it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I think, basically, um... I, I think my life mottos are better than yours and Andrew W.K.'s than uh, avoid mm. wasabi and okay. avoid eating shit.
1: Huh. And I think that's made my life better, I would say. Well, I feel like I'm somewhere in between the two of you. <laughs> 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 Which way, Brent? Which yeah. way? I'm like, mm, I've had my experience with wasabi. Now I'm <laughs> on to shit, you know? I gotta see what's out there. Look, shit's brown. I'm brown. You know, maybe there's a connection. Gotta go to town. I love connection, you know? Oh, man. hmm I
0: really, I can't. There's, no. As a friend. <laughs> yeah. I can't let you go down that path. Can't go sign on that. I don't care how much of a fan you are to Andrew WK. You, mm-hmm. I, Brent, okay, you can tell the world. You got a tattoo like his. It's a line. Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. stupid. I don't <laughs> yeah. understand it.
1: It's actually your best tattoo. Oh, thank you. It's mm-hmm. really straight. Yeah, well, I had them go directly down my buttocks for it. And uh, and you I was have like, a really straight buttocks. I do, yeah. It's very, uh, what do you call it, uh, very symmetrical. Yeah, you know, oh, some, yeah. Some people, like scientists will say, oh, you're attracted to this person because they have a very symmetrical face. I'm like, well. What about that I, ass, though? That seems like a very like clinical approach to being attractive to oh, a person, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Not like you hold a mirror up to their face and just like hold hold it like directly down the center of their face to see if one side looks like the other in the mirror. It better. I mean, that's not That's not what I look at it. Well You're wrong. I Brent. Oh,
0: okay. You gotta hold mirrors up to your partner's faces. (laughs) Everybody do this, please. You gotta just make sure if they don't match, what are they? Alien? Your face is supposed to... Wait, oh, are you saying faces? Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. What are you saying? I thought you were saying spaces. Spaces, okay. And I just never... I always hold a mirror up to spaces, but never to faces.
1: I, yeah, sometimes I'll do that just to signal to the aliens. You know, how, like, you can mm-hmm. um, reflect light as a signal or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I do that. I Yeah, I've done that.
1: Yeah, I do that, but I do it in Morse code... Uh, that spells out show feet oh wow
0: yeah <laughs> you got any responses yet
1: not yet not yet I'm but i think hoping. they're shy they're shy it's, yeah. it's kind of like if you like go up to a person in real life and you just shout at them show feet and then throw down a Is handful that... of change
0: <laughs> does that work
1: never no once <laughs>
0: no once man yeah. you should
1: really work in your game I know. I'm not even into feet stuff, but I'm like, you know what? you're read about this on the internet. Let's yeah. see if this works, you know? You're just trying to get a thrill out of life. I'm a naturally curious person. It's not yep. my fault. Ladies. T- <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've wasted a lot of time on this. A a lot. lot. Have we come up with a point yet? <laughs> Damn near a half an hour. I know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Uh, a long time ago, I liked chicken bark. Chicken bark.
1: Okay. A yeah. long time ago. Yeah. But uh, I still think about it, <laughs> uh-huh that reminds me of uh what the roosters do here in Oklahoma like it, what what uh the the coastal elites want you to believe is uh-huh. that roosters hop up on a a roof here in the south and crow or car or whatever that's not what they do they bark they bark, for, yeah, for people who've never Steven, come on, you know this for people who from California or New York or oh, yeah uh Michigan the Michigan coast, oh yeah. Uh, They've never (laughs) been down here. They don't know. They've never interacted with our rooster. Nope. Every goddamn morning, a rooster hops up on my roof and goes, and it like hacks up a little bit.
0: (laughs) I never realized that's what that Mm -hmm. was, that sound. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I haven't been in Oklahoma in a morning in a while. Yeah. So I had forgotten about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you're totally right. Like, everybody knows that sound. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't back you up before. Yeah well, I mean, you've been down in Texas for long enough. you, you forgot. It's just on so the coast, big sort of. Yeah, it's I'm, big down there. You're now. on the Mexican coast.
0: Yeah.. You know? mm-hmm. And I gotta ride those waves
1: Mm-hmm. See where they bring me. That's true. It's usually right back home. Chicken bark, huh? Chicken bark huh? Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> 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 All right, so chicken bark to sink. 28 minutes into this record. Perfect. Finally. The perfect amount of time. Waited. All right. (laughs) So we'll sync on three. One, two, three. Chicken Chicken bark. 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 Buckle (laughs) off.
0: That was the best one. (laughs) Bye. Damn. L P A M.